Here we go. We're actually recording. All the mics are on. You can do the interview today because I'm clearly. <laughs> can I'm you off imagine my game. if he did the interview? Okay, no. he tormented me my adolescent years. I, I wouldn't exactly call it See? tormenting you. Maybe you don't recall because you were the traumatizer. See? Mm, ah, this nah. is going to be good. I'm going to have to disagree with that. Really? Mm. You, okay. You yeah. don't remember the things you used to do to Michelle and I? Nope. Nope. Not at all. Oh, my God. Okay. So well, I don't doubt anything that you say because he is <laughs> like, he is, he has selective memory. Mm hmm. Uh huh. So, um, and I've actually witnessed some of the behavior between the two of you because we've Cause been together, what, 23, 24 years. I know, too long. Um, but and I've been around that time. Yeah, he's a bully. Mm -hmm. He is like the other brother that I never wanted. Oh, that you never wanted. That not I the one that you well, never not, had. Well, I had two of them already. <laughs> so to throw in a third, and like you know how like siblings play roles, mm -hmm. and Guy's role was the bully. If we ever wanted him to do anything, he would make us work out. Do you remember this? Nope. Not at all. Oh, tell me. Tell don't me. know oh, what you're talking God. about. I don't know if it was so, Jane by the way, Fonda. This is a new episode of Real, Real Mom, Mom Say the Effort. Yes, indeed. And our special. But we've already started, obviously. That's it. And we've got Shayna. And Shayna has, has known. Um, <laughs> she's known my husband um, for a very, very, very long time since she was friends with his sister. So, what? Growing since up. I was like 14. So, like 25 years. Yeah. And. Wow, that's a quarter of a century. Seriously, and the first five <laughs> were brutal. I was listening to one of your podcasts, and you talked about like the hazing period. Yeah, guy was the hazer. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, listen, the haze—that is strong. Yes, that but is strong. it was like similar to corporal too. punishment. Yes, yes, <laughs> word. Wait, how am I the one taking shots today? Because <laughs> we were the two people that were on the outside and had to be hazed in order to get on the inside. Just, oh my God. But I was Michelle's friend already. So was I was his girlfriend and I still got hazed. Oh my, it was so bad. We would ask him for rides and I don't know if it was like Jane Fonda tapes or whatever. He would no. make us do an entire tape before driving are us you, anywhere. Are there you was, kidding? Oh my God. There, I will never forget this. It was the middle of the summer and we asked him to drive us back to my house i live five minutes away and up a steep hill he parks at the bottom of the hill and made us get out and do push-ups oh my or you god and that's what you said that was exactly what you said but no we were lazy so we did the push-ups so we could get back in the car we were not that quick. We were not that oh quick. Oh, my God. Yes. And the same laughing he's doing now. Mm. That's what he and did. And the thing is, somebody allowed him to have children. <laughs> Who? You did. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe because he didn't remember those things, he won't do those things to Jenna. Oh, oh no. He tries to do some stuff, but I, sometimes I have to be the, the bad guy and put the kibosh on it. Well, no, yeah. that's you saving her life. Yeah. That is you saving her it's life. Saving their relationship is what it is, because you know. But he thinks it's funny, and oh, he yeah. still thinks it's funny. Well, I always love telling the story about. <laughs> it's um, hilarious. Okay, to you, not to us. Oh my God! And I was high all the time, so oh. it was just. <laughs> okay. I'm all I kept saying was, Michelle, why is your brother so mean? And she's like, I think he likes you. No, he's really being mean. <laughs> 
I ever, did you ever hear the story about the Christmas lights and Kenny Rogers? No. no? Okay. So, back when we you first You guys are did... making me sound like a psychotic. No. <laughs> it's not a far reach. Um, back when we first started dating, um, we went and we got our first Christmas tree. And I lived in this tiny, tiny studio apartment. And we got a tabletop Christmas tree. This fool wrapped me up in Christmas lights, <laughs> turned them on, and made me sing The Gambler, word for word. <laughs> and every time I messed up any part of the song, he made me start over. Yes. Now, Christmas lights, are they seem relatively harmless, but Not they get hot. <laughs> they get hot. Okay, so... Sorry, my mouth is full of cheese. I brought out the cheese and salami for Shayna today, man. And I don't eat processed foods. Oh, but thank shit. you. I appreciate it. I'm going to watch you guys eat. All right. Just <laughs> It's such a guy tactic. Yeah. It's fine. She's going to stare longingly while we're eating. Thank God I'm so used to his torture. This is nothing. Okay. <laughs> well. This wasn't even on purpose. I, half of your stuff wasn't. It was just you finding fun in the moment. And See, that's always. That's what I was doing. <laughs> and why is that At wrong? At the expense of other people. No, yeah. well, just like, you. No, Michelle, your brother really doesn't <laughs> like me. No, just go with it. He'll stop at some point. Yeah. <laughs> He, he, he's not done anything today. I know. So that's, I was about to say that. Look at us now. Look at where we are. When it stops exactly. being fun, then I'll stop. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what am I? Oh, he, was, okay. he was getting ready to steal the Barbie off the table. Oh, I know. It's so sad. Anyway, um, so yes, he wrapped me up in Christmas lights and they got hot um, because I could not remember the words to the gamble. I can I can pretty much sing it now. I was about to yeah. say that. Mm-hmm. You learned, didn't you? Yeah. So so there's been no... Um, uh, uh, uh. Okay, sorry. We're yelling at the dog. The dog is back. You're stopping the dog from living his best life. He wants to eat yes, a Barbie. <laughs> we're stopping the dog from living his best life. And, and pooping out Barbie. Barbie shoes later. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah that's his, that might yeah. be his version of his best life, isn't it, honey? Yes. I have full conversations with my dog. Mm-hmm. So I told guys maybe with any luck, she'll take him home. I just <laughs> I said, maybe Shana will take him home. I just might. I, I told you I have um, visitation. With, exactly. Yeah, exactly. so I just might. So I'm available Tuesdays and Thursdays Tuesdays for the dog. I, I cannot do Saturdays. That's Hank Day. Okay. I'm not even lying. I've had Hank days every Saturday for the past year. It's about consistency, and dogs require it. Okay. All right. So, so let's let's back up we'll, to that. We'll get more into that. I was gonna that. say, yeah, we're let's... not letting that go. Okay. All right. So, um, so, so bringing this all together, you you have known this family for a long time. Yes. And yes. so you understand the full magnitude of of exactly how difficult it can be in this family. Oh, but I also understand like the blessings, with the yes. exception of the torture. Like when you get well, those past are blessings that, in disguise. Not really. No, I mean, oh, I guess okay. <laughs> <laughs> they do make you a stronger person. And he definitely, uh, you know, put us on a workout routine. And you lost weight during that period. How I'm do you sure. not? Because yeah. mm-hmm. crying in the corner and being unable to eat. Yes, yes. Ex- he used to put his nephews in the corner. Like if they did, so, uh, Brandon used to be in the corner all the time. And Brandon is supposedly like your favorite because he's the. Not you share supposedly. The, we're both the middle kids. Whatever. We're both neglected. So yes. that's what you do. You trauma bonding. Is that what that trauma is? Trauma bonding. I that's like that. nice. Listen, did look you, at him now. Uh-huh. Did you look at the? Did you listen to the episode with his mom when we talked? They talked about uh, what benign neglect. Benign neglect. Yeah. She no. says that's her parenting style. Yeah. Oh my god. Neglect. My mother calls it raising us to be independent. And it's just like <laughs> you weren't there. But that's.
that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, and so, so, and that being said, when you, when you were growing up and you were friends with Guy and Michelle, um, you, your parents weren't together. No, um, my parents split when I was probably like 12. And so I lived with my dad and mm-hmm. my dad was always at work. Mm-hmm. And Michelle was actually my father's favorite. You would never know that, though, because he never bothered to remember any of my friends' names. Oh. So Michelle was called that girl. That girl. And <laughs> and whenever Michelle wasn't around, he's like, where is that girl? You know, that girl who lives down the hill. Where is that oh, girl? Oh, God, that girl. And Michelle loved it. And so whenever she would come over, she would sit down next to him because he was a big soap opera fan. Uh-huh. And he would video record them. And uh. she would sit next to him and talk about, like, all of the soap operas. So That's a very he, Michelle thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He missed her whenever she wasn't around. Where's that girl? That was the only one who ever really talked to him. And he was like, when's that girl coming back over? But soon, Daddy. She'll, yeah. She'll be back soon. Yeah. So so you were raised primarily by your dad. Like, how- Well, my mother was around until 12. But, like, I guess when you become a parent, you recognize what raising really is. Mm-hmm. And so my dad was an able-bodied person in the house that who kept you functioned. Alive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay. I mean, he kind of kept us, he made sure we weren't dead. Well, there Just, you go. Yeah. He made sure we weren't dead. I remember my brother and I, I have two older brothers, and one of them were 11 months apart. Mm-hmm. And we would go missing at the same time for days. And we would come back in the oh house, my and my dad would only yell at just me. thinking about it. Oh, my God. Well, no, don't worry about it. You didn't birth me, so no. you're, you're in the clear for all. <laughs> <laughs> we would go missing for days. But where we, would you go? Just, I don't know, out. We had stuff to do. You know, 15. You Don't look at me. I wasn't there. Oh God. <laughs> Living our best life. Whatever oh. it was that we were doing, we'd be gone. And we'd come back in, and he would only yell at me. And then my brother would get all the middle child, you know, neglect, whatever. He used to get so sad. and be like, why doesn't daddy ever yell at me? And he'd be like, well, you're a boy. So, like, you just didn't yell at the boys. You just completely ignored them. Oh, God. Yeah. So it was it was definitely an experience living primarily with my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, so like it was just my dad was also much older. Mm-hmm. So you figure when I was in my teens, my dad was in his early sixties. So oh, okay, all of the shit, and he was from like rural middle of nowhere West Virginia. Oh, so all of the mm. shit that we did, <laughs> that's he was the like, shit that they do in rural West Virginia. He just no, yeah. but he was like he goes, I don't understand what to do with you guys. Like, it would be, he knew that we smoked weed. It would be, um, don't smoke weed in the front yard. <laughs> Not don't smoke like, weed. He goes, the neighbors the can yard. see. And then, so at one point, like, we had a pool that we never used, and we'd throw all the seeds in the pool, and we were growing weed plants in the pool. And he'd be like, please don't oh. smoke weed in the backyard. So we just switched it to in the house. And then it would be like... <laughs> And at one point, he just stopped saying, like, anything. And I I, I remember having a conversation with him. I was probably, like, 16. And I'm like, Dad, I go, how do you just let your kids do all that? He goes, well, I have no idea what to do with you guys in your home. So I guess he figured as long as we were in the house. You were safe. He knew where you were. He knew. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of the, uh, the mentality of parents, you know, back when we were growing up. As long as they knew where they were. I mean. I would rather have my kid be here mm-hmm. than at somebody else's house. But we were doing everything that kids did outside of the house in, in the, the house. house. Yeah. And it just, he got to the point that he just didn't ask any questions. I remember one time, because you have to figure from like 
13, 14 to about 16. Mm -hmm. We were always high. And Uh we had gone to the Hostess factory. And there was like... Oh, Hostess cupcake. Do you remember there used to be like, uh, you could stock up on like Hostess snacks. You could buy baker's racks of Hostess snacks. So how is that not the most brilliant idea ever? Right? And he walked in the house from a long day of work and there was like four of us laying in the stairway surrounded (laughs) by Hostess snacks. I swear to God, when I look at it now, all I keep thinking is that that poor man, he held on, though. He held on. We just <laughs> laying there in the middle of Hostess snacks. We're like, Daddy, Twinkie. And he just turned. He would just turn around and walk away. He would just turn around. We used to steal his car. And he'd be like, can you just make sure that you're home by the time I have to go to work? Okay. Because oh at that point, it was permission then. Right. So it was just like, just, Dad, you technically gave us permission. You just kind of like beat him down until it's a submission. And he was just like, yeah, great kids. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> now, and now you have a son. We were talking about this offline. Yes. And how old were you when you had your son? I was 17 when I had my son. And how did that go over? With my father, he refused to talk to me. Um, so when I finally told him that I was pregnant, he, first he said, get out. And I laughed. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if he thought that he was like putting his foot down, but he was like, get out. Ha ha ha, daddy. You're so funny. (laughs) I love it when you're cute and try to discipline. And for like a week, he wouldn't speak to me at all. And then I remember one time he caught my um, son's father in the house with me. And like we were in my bedroom and he had walked in the room and he saw him there and he's like, get out of the house. That's like the first time he put his foot down. And mm-hmm. I laughed again. I'm like, daddy, the damage is done. Oh, like, dude, I'm already not done. Like, what are we, <laughs> we going to do now? Yeah. Um, but like, honestly, as the pregnancy progressed, mm-hmm. my father was fantastic. Mm-hmm. But like my dad were like most daughters. It's their mom who takes them to the gynecologist. It's her mom who does all those things. Mm-hmm. My dad did all of those things right. without batting an eye. Right. Like, and I used That's to torment awesome. him about it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Daddy, can you pick me up tampons? Ha, 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 I need the blue box this size. And he would just stop talking to me, but he would always come home with whatever it was that I asked him for. Right. So he was the same way yeah. when I was pregnant. Um, and when I had my son, he, I remember Michelle was there when I had gone into labor. And that girl, uh, that no, girl, that girl there. was, the, oh my God. Because <laughs> he was like, why can't that girl bring you to the hospital? So. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah, because I can't do push ups anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't understand her brother. Yeah. <laughs> and so the night that I went into labor, I was actually in labor all day. And I did not tell Michelle. And she was with me all day long and oh did not tell her. And then when I finally went into labor, I was trying to get this dating myself. And I say this is the um, days of the pager. Oh, so I yeah. was blowing up his dad's pager, trying to get in touch with him, blowing up his dad's friend's pager trying to get in touch with him and so I was sitting at the computer desk right in front of my father and he kept looking over at me and finally he's like what the hell's the matter with you and then Michelle is like she's in labor he said tell that girl to take you to the hospital oh my god (laughs) and I was like daddy I go you're not gonna come and he was like for what I'll see you when you're all done when you're all done thanks thanks dad (laughs) all right we're leaving we're leaving okay but look you just admitted to basically shattering this man's spirit. <laughs> and yeah. he did okay. all the prenatal stuff with you. You couldn't just give him one break. Okay, because he was watching the football game. <laughs> yeah. Really? 
Really? You couldn't give him one break. <laughs> okay, from guy who makes me do push-ups. <laughs> couldn't give him one break. No. One. No. <laughs> but he did. He came to the hospital and he sat there. He refused to touch my son. So he just like looked at him. And I'm like, he's You're, pink. He's cute. He's okay. just like, ah. No, he kept saying, um, because, you know, most black children, when they're born, their color doesn't come in. Yes, they're pink. And so, but their ears are not. Right. So my son had really brown ears. And my father just used to keep saying, well, when is he going to even out? Oh. Oh, God, help us all. It's like... Someday, Daddy. Yeah. Some, some, someday, someday, all of his color will fill in. It kind of works its way down from oh, the head to the toes. It's stored behind the ears and leaks out. <laughs> yeah, so my father oh. was actually great. Um, he did not want me to continue to work. He wanted mm-hmm. me to stay home. He felt that a mother's place was home with their child. Mm-hmm. And he felt that I needed to be in school. But I, of course, didn't listen because who listens to their parents, especially when you are one. Right. Um, so I still worked. I, that was probably having my son was the only thing that made me mature. Mm-hmm. That was the only thing. So like up until that day of like knowing that I was pregnant, I was absolutely reckless with all of my behaviors. Mm. The minute I found out that I was pregnant, it was just like, okay, you have to get your shit together. Mm. I had no idea what I was getting my shit together for. I or thought how you were going to do it. No, because yeah. I mean, yeah. I was just like, this is cute. I'm going to have something to dress up. Yeah. And so, and of course, Michelle, the shopper, um, oh, Isaiah Lord. had more jewelry before he was born than most kids will ever see in their life. Um, he had Makes more sense. clothes, more Jordans, mm-hmm. everything except for the basic necessities of a baby. Like right. you don't need to feed them. You're supposed to put clothes on them and they need to look yeah. cute. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Food is secondary. Seriously. I'm so glad the kid made it though. Oh, so glad. It was yeah. touch and go for so many moments. You talk to him now. Like I'll say to him. I'm like, babe, I'm so glad you made it. And he was just like oh resiliency, God. mom. Resiliency. And he's he's very handsome. Thank he's you. He's a very handsome he young man. It. He doesn't. At all. At all. Yeah, you know, it's... I mean... We all have our hang-ups, you know? Mm-hmm. We don't see our worth. We don't see our beauty. And uh, you he's know. so, he's such an old spirit mm-hmm. that it's just kind of like, all right, mom. So just like I kind of like beat down my dad, mm-hmm. kind of did the same thing to him to the point that he's just like, he goes with the flow of everything. Mm-hmm. So it's just, he doesn't make a big deal out of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, like when he got into college, he only applied to one. I'm like, maybe you should apply to more than one. And he's like, no, mom, this is what I'm going to do. And he got accepted, and I was, like, beyond elated. I'm mm-hmm. so happy for him. And he was just like, you're making a big deal out of nothing. I, You know what, though? I think, to kids that have – who are forced to face adversity when they're growing up and face those struggles and things aren't handed to them and, and you struggle, mm-hmm. they are the children that will actually thrive. Like, I'm scared for the little one that's downstairs because, you know, we – we are giving her a lot of opportunities, and she doesn't take have it for to granted. Work for, yeah, absolutely. They take it for granted. Absolutely. And Isaiah is not like that mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very humble. He's incredibly modest, mm-hmm. and it's just like nothing is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Not there is no urgency in mm-hmm. anything. Right. And he was just like, "Mom, this is life," and, and it's just like you should be like super proud of that. 
I know? have to learn from him. And there are times that like, because he and I have the best relationship now ever. Mm-hmm. And so there are times that I will process things with him and I'll say to him, thank you for your insight on that. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, I didn't say anything. <laughs> it's just like, you have no <laughs> But you idea. did. You said something like, without saying yeah, it. Yeah. You actually told your mom to like be quiet and sit down. I'm yeah. like, you have no idea. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, so, um, what was what were the biggest challenges that you had as a as a teenage single mom? Everything, everything. It is nothing like the MTV show. Can oh, tell you that oh much. Oh God, thank God. <laughs> it is nothing That's like sixteen and awful. pregnant. That's awful. Um, well, my mother was fifteen when she had me, and so I I was raised w- alongside of her. Mm-hmm. And that my changes. Yeah. See, that changes everything. But one mm-hmm. of the biggest things was is that my father passed away when I was nineteen. Mm-hmm. So I was left with a two-year-old by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, his father and I had split up right after my father passed away. Mm-hmm. And so trying to, how do you become a parent when you actually haven't had any parental role models? Yeah, um, exactly. Don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, my father was there. My father absolutely taught me everything about unconditional love mm-hmm. because his tolerance was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was always there for us. It didn't matter what it was that we did. He was still showing up and he was still being supportive, mm-hmm. even if we were an asshole and we should have been left right where we were. Right. Um, so he wasn't like that at all. But so being 19 with a two-year-old, having lost your father, not a close relationship with your mother, mm-hmm. and it's like, what are you supposed to be doing with your life? Right. I had no idea what right. I was doing with my life. Right. And so it was just kind of going through everything with my kid. Mm-hmm. We pretty much raised each, each other. other. Yeah. Which is unfortunate yeah. because that should never be a responsibility no, but put you, on a child. You're absolutely right. But um, same with my mom. You know, mm-hmm. she, we were raised side by side, almost like siblings. Yes. You know, and it took me a long time to respect her. Mm-hmm. You know, to res- respect her as my mother because my grandmother always took the reins. My grandmother and my grandfather. Okay. They were always the ones that were like, "You're going to do this, this, and this," and they were still trying to raise it's their 15 year old. You know, and now she's got a kid. Um, and I think that my mother's, my relationship with my mom has always been strained in that regard. Um, so I overcompensate with my daughter. So I am like always trying to do, like, I practically kill myself. And it wasn't until recently that guys started watching the Goldbergs. And I'm like, I'm the fucking mom on the Goldbergs. (laughs) I am the fucking mother on the Goldbergs. I do But if you see that, why do you keep doing it? You know, it's because... I I don't know. It's I guess it's just kind of ingrained in me that I feel like I need to be able to to give my daughter the things that I never got. Yeah, you know? but her not having them, she's not going to miss out because she's not even going to know that she wanted them. Well, so I you're only that. hurting yourself by doing any of that. Yeah. But we don't we don't understand that as right. parents. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest things like when I was raising Isaiah was that I just wanted to be a parent to him mm-hmm. that I didn't have. Mm-hmm. So whatever my parents did wrong, right. I was going to do the opposite. And the yep. very few exactly. things they did right, I was going to magnify those. Yep. So like Isaiah didn't know the struggle part of it. Um, because he didn't see that it was that I was struggling. Right. Because there wasn't anything that he lacked because if he didn't have it, he didn't know that he needed it. And there are certain things that you, that your kid doesn't need to know. There are certain things while they're growing up that these are adult problems and your child Mm -hmm. doesn't need to carry that burden as well. And so I've, I'm, 
you know, we're very particular on what we allow her to know that, like, if we're going through a financial situation, we it's don't, none of their business. It's none of their business. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll say to her, mm, we don't really have the money right now, but I don't go into it. You know, mm-hmm. there are certain things that you just don't, they don't need to know because it's an adult thing. And that's what I used to say yeah. to him. Like, if I didn't have something, it would be, I don't have it right now, but we'll get it when we can. Mm-hmm. But then I used to take him out to eat. I worked in restaurants. And so I used to tell him all the time, mommy's not going to bring you out to a restaurant if I can't afford to feed you. Right. Wrong thing to ever say to a child because it was like <laughs> filet mignon and lobster tails from then on out. Yeah. And I'd be like, you just ordered the most expensive thing on the menu. Well, remember you said that you wouldn't take me out if you couldn't afford to feed me? Touche, asshole. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I'll just have water, please. I'll exactly. just have I'll And that's just have the water. thing we the and that's the mom thing. What you just said is totally the mom thing. You know what your limitations are financially. Mm-hmm. And if we go out to eat, your kid will get the more expensive meal and you will have fucking water. Well, because it you makes, took them out. You, you want them to still like no matter what our situation is, you want them to still experience everything about life. Right. You want to socialize them, you want them to grow. Mm-hmm. You don't want them to feel as if whatever you're doing with them is a burden on you absolutely so it's kind of like if we're going out we are going to enjoy ourselves Mm -hmm. and that is the whole purpose of us being together and us doing it um i have to say though with raising a child by myself um a lot of things we did we made decisions together Mm -hmm. um and while people say that you aren't supposed to do that i absolutely my son ended up being incredibly parentified but because it was two of us in the house like you're married so the difference is a lot of the things you'll discuss with your husband like hey what do you want for dinner i was discussing those things with my son i do that because yeah Yeah. it's like i'm not going to make something for dinner that you're not going to eat and it's only two of us in the house i'm not eating what you're eating anyway so Mm -hmm. what is it that you want for dinner right even um like i bought my place maybe like 10 years ago it was, where do you want to live? Let's drive around and let's look at some neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Where do you want to live? Because all of those things impact him. Of course. And it was me and him for the most part. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I dated. At one point, I was married. But still, everything involves my kid. Mm-hmm. Even, like, you know, relationships. As I went through them, it'd be like, what's your opinion on that one? Right. And <laughs> he's given me some opinions on, on those ones. Yeah. Um. I remember I had um, an ex-boyfriend and uh, who I was engaged to before my husband, and we had done premarital counseling. And I told my son, I'm like, yeah, so we're in premarital counseling. He's like, oh, you're going to be in that for a while. <laughs> he was 12. Wow. wow. <laughs> he yeah. was 12. Yeah. When I told him that um, my ex-husband and I were getting divorced, he was like, didn't see that one coming. Wow. Wow. And then he'll just continue on with whatever it is that he's doing because it didn't phase him what oh, he just said. Oh, my God. Because it's just, it's, that's his layer of honesty. Yeah. Didn't see that coming. Like, all right, asshole. Yeah. And you just turn around and walk out. Good talk. Good talk. Good talk. Yeah, let's. Well, I mean, he's yelled at me before about giving her too many options and talking to her to include her in decisions. Well, yes. Um, you know, and. But why? Why does it bother you? It bothers me because it bothers her. She'll give her 15 different options, and she will, of course, waffle through the 15 and take forever. And I'm like, why'd you give her 15 fucking options? It's either this or this. Narrow it down to two. Two isn't a lot to work with, though. You gotta, you know. No, 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 no. We've seen the dance before. She's going to take 17 hours with these 15 decisions. Break it down to two, and she'll figure it out. 
I guess when you do have a girl too. You do have a girl too. No, boys are I know. different. I know. I boys actually boy. like they don't give a shit about a whole lot of things. If it's not like life or death, they don't care. I wanted a boy. I, did. I refused that I was having a girl. I did I, too. That I, was why the whole time I was pregnant, I didn't know because he knew the whole time. But then why wouldn't you find out? I didn't want to find out because I knew I would be disappointed and I wouldn't want to push her out. <laughs> I swore that if it was a girl, I was leaving her at the hospital. I'm like, I'm not taking girl. it home. I gave away anything pink. I thought of no girl names. I'm like, it is going to be a boy and it has to be because I cannot raise a daughter. Yep. And she, thank she God. invoked the spirit of the penis. I didn't. I, I did. That was enough. the only. Now you. Every day, I'm like, you better, you better have a penis. You, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because there was no way in hell I was bringing home a girl. Oh my God, help us all. Because yeah, I really want. I mean, and of course, he keeps threatening that he's going to tell her the story. But I'll tell her the story. I wanted a boy. <laughs> I did not want a girl. I wanted to worry about one penis in the world. I didn't want to have to worry about them all. Yeah, but I didn't. Boys and I, come with other. I I know they come with other. But yeah. Because then when they like they start dating and stuff like that, and you have oh, to worry about the girls. God, Thank God. Because God. of the way that I is am. Is he dating? I wouldn't know. He doesn't really. He doesn't tell you? Um, he, he won't. I'd, I'd want to know. There was one girl. <laughs> he was probably like maybe like 14. And I was picking him up from a, like a party. Mm-hmm. And um, it was at the girl's house. And it was his girlfriend at the time. And she kissed him in front of me. <gasps> And I lost it. Did you rip her lips off? <laughs> I lost it. We get in the car. That girl was like, whore, bitch, slut. How dare she? She has no morals. Oh. Who does that in oh. front of someone's mother? And her parents allow her to be that loose. In fairness, you don't look... <laughs> in fairness, though, you don't look like you could be the mother of a 21-year-old. Yeah. No, you don't. You don't even look close. We go out so. together, and there we get confused for like being together. Mm. One guy was just like, "Oh, is your boyfriend gonna get jealous?" Like a boyfriend. That's, like, That's my, my son. son. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. No, but it's just I was very. I, I didn't want him dating. I didn't mm. want him doing all of those right. things. But it was just, I used to tell them all the time, I'm like, live your life. Don't get tied down into relationships. Mm -hmm. I'm like, if you're going to date, date a lot. Don't be committed to one person. You're too young for all of that. Mm -hmm. And then he tells me, mom, you just don't appreciate relationships. Mm -hmm. Okay. Maybe. Okay. (laughs) Could be. That Mm. might, you might be right, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I think the biggest surprise for me, I was friends with you on Facebook. I don't know if you were a guy. Were you friends with Shayna on Facebook? I, well, that was I, I how I found been. out that you got married. And you were like, holy shit, somebody ex- married her? I didn't say that. <laughs> but I was like, oh my I God. Did. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, Thanks, he, he might actually end up listening to this. Told him I was going to give him a shout out. <laughs> yeah, so he's actually my best friend now. Um, and I saw him in Dunkin' Donuts one time, and it was yes. funny because he was just kind of looking at me like I was some crazy ass. He was, I was like, "Oh, I know Shayna," and he was like, "Nice." Yeah, that was when that was <laughs> like when he we were give a fuck. He <laughs> give a fuck. He was like, "Ah." Uh, that was. Okay, I think that was like right lady. after the divorce, and he oh, was, was it? Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. Oops. Ouch. <laughs> was, but he also doesn't call me Shayna. He calls me Danine. Uh, so like whenever okay. people call me Shayna, and it takes them like a minute because your real name out. is Danine. Well, they're both my real names. But, okay. Shane is her middle name. Okay. Yeah. All right, then. That was one of my father's clever inventions. Gotcha. Was that um, your first name is supposed to be your professional name, and your middle name is supposed to be what friends and family call you. Okay. 
So I'm glad nobody calls me by my middle name because yeah, no. Okay, now I need to know what it is. It's Lynn. Lynn. So what's the matter with that? <sighs> it's and it's L Y N N. It's like. Mm. Is it? L. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> You know what? He might really have not known that until just He now. knows. No, it's L-I-N-N, actually. It's not L-Y-N-N. It's L-I-N-N. Did you forget the spelling of it? I did, just she now. Did. I just now. Is that why you said That's it? That's why he did, yes. yeah. All right, a wine and a half. Because I, I always eaten. made fun of her because who spells it L-I-N-N? A woman whose mother was 15 and her name is Star. That's okay. cute. Yeah. And her middle name is not even like in the vocabulary somewhere. Lorene. Lorene. And but it's L A R E E N. Lorene. Huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Huh. Exactly. So <laughs> no so, judgment, but that so, might have come across. So there you go. There you go. So anywho. I can't believe you forgot how to spell I your did. Can name. you believe it? I'm gonna have some more of my wine. There you go. Today's episode is from Odesso. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay then. But anyway. But so yeah, somebody married me and divorced me. And he is such a better life now that we are divorced. (laughs) So basically you're saying your relationship is better between the two of you now that you're divorced? Yeah, we had no business getting married. Really? I probably am not a marriage kind of person. Mm -hmm. And I think I needed to be married to figure that out. Okay. And you know, he is one of the most easygoing people that you would ever meet. Mm-hmm. And I had the ability to drive him up a wall. He. Okay. <laughs> wow. That's something to kind of be proud of and I scared know. of all at the same time. No, poor guy. Yeah, I could drive him up a wall. He never knew what he was coming home to. Like, there was one day I'm like, I want a dog. We're going to get a dog. And he would say yes to, like, every one of my brilliant ideas. So he came home and there was a dog. And then I decided that we should foster rescue dogs. And he was just like, I don't, I don't know. Then he came home and there were rescue dogs in the house. And then... <laughs> I did the same thing to him like I did to my dad. Now that I think about it. Here's a son. (laughs) Wow. Here's my son. Let's bring him home. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. And then his one rule was that no pit bulls. So how many pit bulls? Only one. But what makes it really funny is that when I told him that I wanted a divorce, he was like, I'm taking the pit bull. So he, the thing that he did not. Is that Hank? That's Hank. Handsome Hank. Hank. So he took Hank. And that was the only thing he wanted. He was like, yeah, see you later. I'm taking the dog. He was probably, he said, I was waiting for you to ask for that. So he- <laughs> okay, so back up just for a second. And, and so if there's so much here to unpack. Say, there is so much. And if there's anything off the table, then just say it's off the table and you okay. don't want to talk about it. I have no problem with that. Um, we really should have just had notebooks. Like, I, <laughs> there's just so, so much. much. Okay, so, I, well, so like, just. I've got questions and I'm like, shit, I'm going to forget so, because three other things just happened. <laughs> like, she just said, oh my God, she did. I just like to compliment the two of you. Your wedding photos were absolutely stunning. But Thank whatever. Um, okay. <laughs> so, um, how long were you guys actually married? We were married for almost four years. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's um, not bad. That's, yeah, that's a good run. That's what I said. Right? Yeah. I mean, I had planned to at least try to give it a five, well, but then you know, never really happens. works out like planned. Shit happens, yeah. you know? Um, so, okay, so he's a tattoo artist. Yes. Is that where you developed your love of tattoos? No, but that's that how where you I met? met him. He was my piercer. 
And, ah. you know, he should have known that the marriage thing wasn't really going to work from the start. So that's on him that he got married and divorced. <laughs> so minute. it's all on him. <laughs> Why no, is it on him? I have to tell you this. Because, like, whenever I used to show up, so he would draw all my tattoos and he would do all my piercings. And he never bothered to learn my name. So whenever he was booking my appointments, he would write pain in the ass on the calendar. So you could not have been like, you know what? Marrying her is the greatest idea ever. We went, and he was just telling oh the my story. God. He was just telling the story to his parents the other day that we went to go get life insurance, like right before we got married. He passed the insurance a lady. He passed the insurance lady a letter that said, "Help me." <laughs> oh so you God. were like, "I'm marrying her." And as we were sitting in front of like the minister talking about the vows and shit, I go, yeah, he's really scraping the bottom of the barrel with this one. So all of the signs were there. And he was like, this is a brilliant idea. Oh my God. I was drunk as fuck on my wedding, stumbled down the aisle, and he was like, yeah, I'm going to say yes to this. He was sober. So who was this really on? Right? Oh my. Yeah. A great guy. Patience of a saint. I just. Yeah, well, I mean, we were in Vegas, and his his romantic proposal was... <laughs> that um, face that no one could have Yeah, exactly. Nobody oh, saw the God. face. But we were coming down the escalator in the Venetian Hotel, and he goes, so how do you feel about open marriages? I yeah. remember hearing so that Yeah, so fucking marriage. So, so I'm romantic. Like, she said, did she say yes? And I, and I did. I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. Sounds said, like sure. fun. Okay. And that's exactly what I said. I was like, yeah, all right. No, I mean, that's not what you said. I said you said you said, said you'll have if, to marry me and find, find out. out. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Entrapment. See, so there are clauses everywhere. To like <laughs> exactly. God damn not it. that I'm encouraging guy, but my yeah. ex-husband is living his best life. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, oh my god! Last week's podcast was a shit show, and now this one's going down the tubes. <laughs> I mean, not that divorce is for everybody, but holy fucking shit. Lucky, help me. Help me, buddy. Help me, buddy. But I see, I see him all the time, and I'm like, dude, you are so lucky you got out of that. <laughs> okay, don't get any bright ideas, dickhead. Just no, saying. but if you ever want to talk to Scott. No, <laughs> no, don't talk to Scott. Don't talk to Scott, and I'm going to start throwing processed cheese at you because you don't eat it, and it's like your kryptonite, and you're going like, to... But no, it's okay, because even if you're divorced, you don't go away. I'm still there. I'm still there. I tell him, I'm like, you didn't get an order of protection, so I'm not going anywhere. His best friend is like, I see you more now than I ever did when you were married. Yeah, well, he didn't fill out the right paperwork. <laughs> The only way he's getting out of this is feet first. Oh, man. Um, I got yeah. friends for that, too. Yeah, oh, good. Shit. Good. Lord have mercy. Ugh. Yeah, so I have an okay. amazing ex-husband. Okay, good. Uh, yeah. We'll yeah. talk about fake passports later. After the show. <laughs> after the show. Yeah, no, you're not funny. You no, but if it means anything, my life is better now, I'm glad too. for your life. His life would not be. He'd be living on Skid Row. Uh, uh, <laughs> Poor guy. Mm-hmm. Eating beefaroni. Fucking asshole. I even cook for him. Every Saturday I cook for him. Mm-hmm. So, like, he still gets fed. I take the dog every Saturday. He, that's your like, hank time. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. my hank day. So right. he actually, like, I cook for him more now than I ever did when we were married. Like, I make the best ex-wife. Suck as a wife, best ex-wife. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of like a sister wife. You just skip that other piece. 
all of the other ones. Yeah. You know what? Probably if we did that, we probably would have stayed married because we may have gotten along better. Now, does he have a new girlfriend or a Mm -hmm. perspective? Well, how would you feel? How would you feel about that? She just better know that I'm there. And that you're not going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. I mean, we're not together. I can't say who we can and cannot date. But just whoever it is needs to know that I'm there. Okay. And it it works the same thing for me. When I start dating, like I tell people, my ex-husband comes along with me. And if you're not okay with that, bye. Then bye. Yeah. Yeah. And and how would... Um, oh God, I have so many questions. I can't even. I know, like, there's just so much. I can't. <laughs> so much. Um, yeah. <laughs> God, I don't think I've ever seen you speechless. Oh God, because I'm trying to hold it all in. Well, go ahead and ask. Okay, your questions. well, let's let's go back. Let's go back. How? Okay, you talked about how it was between you and your dad. How was it between you and your brothers growing up? Holy fucking shit. So you were the brother that I never wanted. And <laughs> so... I had like these other two that I didn't know what to do with. So I have my eldest brother, Jamal, who's five years older than me. So while Guy was the bully, Jamal thought he was the dad. And so Jamal... Now, did you all live together with your dad? Or um, no? no, there'd be periods of time. But I was the one who was consistently there. Mm-hmm. So Jamal, I remember when Jamal left to get away from us because my brother Carl and I's behavior was so out of control. <laughs> he was just like, bye, and he signed into the Marines. All right. Um, well, that's so, one way to do it. Yeah. And, and then he, after growing up with you, he was like, fuck it, Marines, that's easy. <laughs> Front line. That's light work. <laughs> exactly. He's like, send me right out. They're like, sir, you haven't even signed the paperwork yet. He's like, I don't care. I'm there. He's like, I'll fill it out on the bus. I'm <laughs> exactly. out. Exactly. Um, but he was super overprotective of me. So he was very paternal. He actually, I remember when he came back from the Marines, I was in high school. He used to tell all of his friends that they needed to watch out for me. Mm-hmm. And he would show up in his Marine uniform and walk up and down the hallways in oh, high school shit. to make sure that people were not talking to me. I would get like notes and messages because this is before cell phones. Mm-hmm. They're like, dude, your brother just showed up. And like, so I'd be hiding in the bathroom. Oh, God. Um, it was. So when you found out you were pregnant, did he he want to kill you? Thank God he was away. I don't remember where he was, but I do remember he knew my son's father's sister, older sister. They went to school together. He called her up and cursed her out about why she didn't have control over her brother, and he threatened to kill him, Um, and that he was a Marine and he could legally do it. Okay. So when my brother actually came back, fantastic. He was scared as shit to even like leave his house to, uh, to somehow cross paths with my brother. So that was an adventure in itself. Um, That's so funny. He used to be on the phone. Like if I was having phone calls, he would get on the phone and breathe into the phone like Darth Vader. So oh that my people God. just knew That's that not he creepy. was on the phone. That isn't creepy at all. He needed people to know that he was oh, there and that I had an older brother. Um, I remember I was maybe mm. like 14, 15, and I worked at Dunkin' Donuts. And there was one day somebody had told him there was a cute girl that works at Dunkin' Donuts. He oh, went over no. and he saw that it was me. My visor was crooked and my shirt wasn't all the way buttoned up. He leans across the counter, buttons my shirt up, straightens my visor, and sat across from me until the end of my shift. No one was talking to me except to place an order. <laughs> oh. I preferred Guy at that point. Wow. <laughs> like, Michelle, can I come to your house and get beat up by your brother? Can I come and do push-ups? Because <laughs> you don't know. This you don't really understand. is sucking. This, yeah. But then my other one, who were 11 months apart, 
he and I were like friends because it, there was no there's no distance like, no yeah. and the, so like everything bad we did we really did it together and I just pretty much took the blame for everything and and now your siblings are all same mom and dad or are they different moms or um, different dads my eldest brother has a different father okay. so all the same mother eldest different father. gotcha, gotcha. yeah well, which is, you know, it's weird because we had this conversation one time is that it's when the, when you share the same mom, it's a different, it, it's, like it's your a siblings. different feeling. It, well, for the longest time, yeah. we didn't even know that my brother didn't have the same father. Oh, wow. It wasn't, I don't even think we realized that until we were like 12, 13 years old. Right. And that was like when the divorce was happening and, mm-hmm. you know, your aunt is bitter and angry and mad at your mom <laughs> and everything that you should <laughs> never know about your parents' relationship oh, yeah, then no. comes out because my father had adopted him. Yeah. As far as, we, he's our brother. There's yeah. no half-sibling yeah. he's our brother I'm an only child and like I I mean when I when Guy's dad passed away like like I just I didn't know like the whole dynamic of all of the the different I still don't understand and, all of the dynamics don't of all of don't try don't try she, Michelle be like my brother and I'm like Guy no there's more but no. what there's five I'm like, like do, yeah. I don't want to be around them because if they're anything like Guy dear God I'm not built for that life no and actually I was I was laughing the other day because I I was talking to Guy and I was like oh so during the podcast should I talk about the funeral <laughs> when Shana showed up with coffee for everybody except for me. <laughs> And I, I was the re- only one who drank coffee, and mm-hmm. and I don't remember that dude. I was <laughs> trying to be nice. I was, <laughs> and that's exactly my point. I was, just, I was like, you do you understand? I'm no like, oh my god, I'm about me. to go over there. Like, I know it was the whole thing just sucked. It was the, just the circumstances, just everything about it. But then this family handles tragedy. In a very in weird way. In a tragic way. Yes, in so, a tragic way, girl, please. To be witness to that, you have no idea. I do, I do. Yeah, you're I like, do. so do I come in and celebrate and act like everything is great? Or are we all just going to pick a corner and cry? Yeah. You have no idea how <laughs> See, to deal with emotion? No, you don't. And, and the thing both is, of those answers are wrong. <laughs> yeah, and, it, <laughs> and you just never know if it's okay to, to throw yourself in front of the casket. You don't uh. know what you're supposed like to a do. Guy, like there's uh. one family member, and I'm not going to call her out mm. in the episode, obviously, mm. but there's always one family member that throws oh. themselves at the coffin. Oh, my God. So Ooh, I said, remember. when I die. And we all wait for it, too. We wait. I mean, it's terrible, it's terrible because it's like that black stereotype. Yes. Yeah, but, but that was we great. we all wait for but it, see, and we're I, like, is I it going to happen now? I remember oh, Michelle and I were in the limo, and I don't remember who in was limo. in the limo, but so Michelle and I are uh. kind of sitting across from each other, and I don't know which family member it was, uh. but they did that really slow crossover with their legs. Yep. <laughs> yep. It was probably them. Yep. It was probably it was the same and I damn near died. Yes. Thank God we had cell phones. <gasps> like, did you just see that? Like, yeah. I get that we're that mourning was... right now, but holy fuck. <laughs> yeah, and and it that's was... the thing. I'm almost positive yep. it's the oh, same it was. It person. Was. We it were was. trying to hold it together oh. in the limo. Oh, my Ooh. God. Because you're not supposed to laugh no, at a funeral. But, but hey. It was like... Oh. Oh my gosh. Well, and and I told Guy, I said, you know, when I die, I hope that that family member is still alive because I want to have one morning. person. I just want one person to fall at my grave. I just, just I want to fall, fall out. out. Just fall out. Please. She will. I just hope that I'm she wears her pants. Oh, <laughs> Lord. We don't need to 
you see your Spanx? I was like, oh, my Michelle, I couldn't look away. Oh. <laughs> it was like an old door creaking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Michelle and I, I'm like, a we could not have been the only stone. ones who saw that. What? A broken down chair. A broken down uh, That's, yes. And I swear to God, she did not yeah. need to lift her leg that high no. in order to do and, that. And it's the same person that brought the covered dish to the funeral. Oh. Yeah. It was a metal pan with the aluminum foil in the church oh during the service. Because she had to bring her covered dish. Yes. Yeah. The funeral was God, definitely it was eventful. So, mm. It was definitely. It oh. Was, it was, it was part infomercial. It oh. was part. Oh, yo. <laughs> yo. It's, yo. It kind of a, Tyler Perry. Uh, it was everything all rolled in one. Oh, my God. Yes. It, it was. It, it, it really. You, know you can't even make it up. You no, can't even. You had you your can't. bikers there. It was great. And then the one biker guy hit, hit by a car. car. Oh, Jesus Christ. Because like, yes. as they were cutting off when we were trying to go to the graveyard, yes. as they were yep. cutting off, I'm like, Michelle, are they supposed to be doing that? Oh, one down. <laughs> one down. Oops, casualty. Oh, like, he's okay. He's yeah, all right. Like, thank God he made it. Because yeah. we didn't have that happen. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not during a funeral procession. <laughs> And not to be like stereotype, but uh, you don't see a lot of black bikers, bikers I, holding up a funeral procession. Like yes, you just, so it was just, amazing. That's very upstate New York. I'm like, white Michelle, guy thanks thing. for inviting me. I'm this like, was this is awesome. We need to spend a day. Fuck. <laughs> Sorry for your mourning and shit, but thanks. But you know what? I you you know what? I would gladly take Shayna over Keisha. Oh. <laughs> No. Oh, what? Yo. Poor Keisha. No, no, poor Keisha. crazy. She's crazy. being mean to her. She's crazy. She's still being mean to her. Cray, cray. Her she eyes, she got had, crazy eyes. She's she like, had her best interest. She does have crazy eyes. Crazy but. eyes. Okay, I thought you were going to agree with the fact that she had Michelle's best interest. She did she, sort of, oh, kind of, but when she what? started like she saying did, to the family that they couldn't like talk Michelle to Michelle. threw her to the wolves. She really did. Yes, she did. Yes. Well, because she was screening Michelle's calls. You could not and talk visitors. You, you couldn't, couldn't even go up the door of her house. Oh. Yeah, without yeah, even her knowing. like I'm like I just came from the funeral. Can I still walk up the stairs? No, no, no. Visiting's over. All right, okay, sorry. Michelle, call me. Come, come. I'll, I'll see you tomorrow between two and four. <laughs> when does she work? Because exactly. she leaving? Yes. Yeah, but she's still, she had Michelle's. Meanwhile, I'm like, hey, look what's going on at the funeral party over here. I'm trying to get into the festivities. And Michelle had a best friend who cared about her feelings. You're right. I can understand why you're like, oh, oh we no. can't do it. I her. think she slipped her a 20 and was like, hey, can you just keep people at bay? She probably did. Yeah. Because, again, the way this family uh, no deals one, with things. No one, no one, But no I had one, this. But no, but Joanne was there for me like when my dad died right and uncomfortable because i actually asked her to leave and she refused really yeah because i remember i think it was like the day after because i didn't live with my mom uh-huh. so joanne showed up and she sat i was sleeping in the living room and she sat at my feet i'm like i don't want anyone here i want to be by myself i'm not going anywhere yeah and she sat there and like i fell asleep and i woke up and i'm like you're still here yep I'm like are you gonna leave because nope. this is no, and she sat there, and she told Michelle exactly what Michelle needed to do for me. She did the same thing when my son was born. This is Michelle. This is what you have to do for of your course. best friend, and that's the thing that makes my mother-in-law who she is. Absolutely, she's an amazingly strong woman. Yep. I used to tell Michelle all yep. the time, "I'm like, I want to be just like her." She's like, "No, you don't." 
You didn't live with her? Yeah. That's exactly what she would say. She was like, you saw her every now and then. And you only say that because my mom likes you. And it's just, I know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My mom likes the people that her kids bring home. She doesn't (laughs) like like her her kids. kids. Well, Well, she kind of likes you guys. I mean, she kept you. It might have been for a tax write-off for a little while. She made it very clear it was. (laughs) But but see, that's the thing. You, you and I both, sh- like, I mean, my mother was there, but my mother was also a young mom learning, mm-hmm. just like you were a young mom learning. But we didn't have those. I had my grandmother, who was, like, that strong maternal force, mm-hmm. which is kind of like Joanne, yes. you know? Joanne is, is the kind of person that's just, you know, she's very opinionated. And mm-hmm. and she ex- when she says that this is the way it should be, this that's the way. This is the way, way it's going. This is exactly. the way it's going. And, and you fear ever getting her angry. Yeah. You do not ever want to be on that receiving end Mm-mm. when she gets mad. Mm-mm. I remember there was one day we had burned bacon. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Left bacon on the frying pan and fell asleep. Okay. Yeah, I would beat you. Joanne came in and the house was filled with smoke. I could not get out of here fast enough. Like, Michelle, you're on your own. Was that the precursor to Michelle burning the kitchen down? Yeah, it was before that. Oh, okay. It was, yep. yep. So that was like, that was the precursor. That was the the lead up. Well, we needed to test, you know, Joanne's resiliency for certain circumstances. And being that she already came home to a house filled with smoke, it's the worst that can happen. You could burn the kitchen down. Yeah. And well, so Michelle did that. You weren't here for that, though. Okay, I, good. No, I wasn't here okay, for that. Okay, good, good. But I remember how angry Joanne was with just the house filled with smoke. So anytime Michelle and I were together and Michelle was going to get in trouble for something, she would be like, can you take the blame because I don't want my mom. No way. I got suspended for her. She's like, I can't get suspended because my mom. Oh, <laughs> and I'm like, I've seen your mom angry. All my dad is going to do is not talk to me. <laughs> just, and that'll yes. be a blessing. Yes. Yes. You got oh, me. Oh, my God. Hmm? Now, so now, now that you have a child who's adult, yes. 21. Oh my God! Okay, wait, wait, hold wait. On. Okay, I still wasn't done with all right. Go ahead, then you go ask the question. Okay. Oh I'm God. Cheese. So we know how Carl reacted. Oh no, that or was we Jamal's know how Jamal reaction. reacted. How did Carl react? Carl, you know, I think it was a little difficult for him because Carl had a girl pregnant right before I got pregnant, and she had a miscarriage. But so. And Carl was excited for me, but the girlfriend at the time who had the miscarriage, that was it was really difficult for her. Right. So Carl had made like this huge banner. He was like super excited. Um, I went into labor with Isaiah twice. And, you know, Carl, the asshole brother, was there the first time, like eating in front of me. Everything that, you know, <laughs> just like rubbing it. Are you in pain? I hope this hurts. So there was Carl. So <laughs> Carl and he, Carl was excited to have a nephew. And he so, was the middle one? He's the middle, middle one. one. Okay. Right. So his reaction was very different. It was just like like, we have a baby to play with. But you figure I was 17, Carl was 18. We were too stupid to understand the responsibility of a baby. It's like, hey, put sunglasses on him. Hey, let's do right. this to him. <laughs> and it was just so, you know, Carl was like, whatever. This was something else we were doing. So, <laughs> I mean, you have to figure, I mean, this is the same kid who laid on the steps with Hostess. So there was, mm. now right. he's brought a baby into the fuckery. This will be fun. Yeah. <laughs> We'll just feed him Twinkies. It'll be all right. Seriously, what's the worst that can happen? <laughs> yeah, so Carl was actually like really good with it. Um, incredibly supportive 
but we were too stupid to understand what we were being. You were too dumb to be afraid. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because <laughs> how could this not be a great time? <laughs> well, what, what's the relationship now? With Carl and I? What, well, no, with, with your son. With Jamal, Carl, and Isaiah. It's, you know, Jamal lives in Georgia, and Jamal is still the military man. So Jamal is very disciplinary. And my son has lived with a lunatic for the past 21 years. So when Jamal shows mm. up and tries to add structure, <laughs> Isaiah will just kind of like look at him and then look over at me and we both laugh and laugh. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Jamal wants to talk to him about what direction he's going in in life and what are you doing? What are your future plans? And then my son will look at me. And we laugh and laugh. We're like, dude, we're just winging every minute of life. What are you talking about? And then Carl, all oh Carl keeps saying to Isaiah is, I'm really sorry that's your mom. So glad you made it. <laughs> oh, my God. So Carl is like the emotional support buddy. He was just like, yeah, that's your mom. So when we went out for Isaiah's 21st birthday, it was my 21st birthday. I shit you not, it was my 21st birthday. It was like the hangover for me. Oh my god. And Carl was there and Carl just kept looking over at Isaiah and apologizing for his mother. Carl kept looking at the other people and apologizing for me. But you know what? I don't think that has anything to do with age because like I think people apologize to Jenna that we are her parents. Yes. You know, so but I don't I think it has anything to do with age. 21 as I was doing the shots and standing at like the hibachi oh, table shit. and they do like the squishy, you know, the squishy the guy. Oh, yes. he does the same thing. And so at first, boy. Oh my at God. first I didn't get all of the sake in and I was, and you know how a little bit comes out of your mouth. I'm like, oh my God, I can swallow better than that. Oh, yikes. <laughs> Had you swallowed better than that, then Isaiah wouldn't be here. I know. I, <laughs> wow. Right. But that day, I think I got down a good to 10, 15 seconds and then I'm like, yes. Yes. And I, Carl oh. was mortified, and Isaiah <laughs> just shrugs his shoulders. He goes, "I've seen worse. I've seen. Her, I've seen her act worse." I, I just want. I just wish Isaiah were here. Oh He just my seems God. like such a cool, He's calm, so, collected kid. Yeah, and then I congratulated Man. him on being the swimmer who made it. I go, "I am so proud that you are the swimmer who made it." And I told him I have given him enough material to write to be the next Augustine Burroughs. And just, just, just to, I'm, I'm sorry to like, I, a thought came into my mind, and and you know, two glasses of wine, and I really need to like capture it when it happens. Um, when Isaiah was in school, and um, any type of friction would happen, or any type of issue would happen at school, how did you handle that? He never really had issues at school. Um, you know, Isaiah, I used to let him, if he wanted to skip school, like on his birthday and Isaiah was like, no, I'm not skipping on my birthday. Mm -hmm. Isaiah was always very much on top of his homework. Uh, he's like, you need that. Yeah, he's no. like, you're talking to her. Exactly. <laughs> um, Isaiah was always very good at school. I think there was, no, there was one time, I think it was second grade. And again, the fuckery of his mom. Uh, I decided to have, um, we were watching kung fu movies what was it that we were watching shogun assassins and so we were going to watch shogun assassins and who does not do that with a seven-year-old oh shit who <laughs> guy does i don't oh guy doesn't 
Well, I would, but you know, yes. she's not into it. Yes. So we. So Isaiah was so into it that the very next day he went to school and he drew a picture. And when you're drawing pictures like that at school, your parent gets called into the principal's office. And I was a CPS investigator at the time. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, wait. Okay, go ahead. Like I said, there's just so yes. many things. And I get called into the- We didn't even the, get to her dad she, She's like yet. a fucking Egg McMuffin. Clearly, wait a minute. Clearly but there. She's like, she's like, a, she's one of those Thomas's English muffins. She's got all these fucking nooks and crannies. My God. There's so many God. things that makes me wonderful. So, yeah, so I got called into the principal's office because they were just like, your son drew this bloody picture. And I'm like, yeah, his artwork sucks. And <laughs> Oh, shit. He's not going to make it as an artist. Uh, and they were just like, well, it's inappropriate. And he said that you guys were watching karate movies. And I know you as a CPS investigator, and I find this very hard to believe. And I'm like, he said, what? And they're like, yeah, this is what he said. I'm like, yeah, well, I'll have a talk with him. We walk out, and I'm like, dude, I go, I haven't been called to the principal's office in like 10 oh, fucking years. And I'm not going to start getting called to the principal's office now, so you leave those shit-ass pictures at home. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, my God. That is the best. Yeah, and I think there was one day. Okay, so I thought, I'm like, Isaiah never got in trouble at school. That's bullshit. So there was one day in high school. Um <laughs> He had, like, an anime book. And, you know, like, with all of, like, the anime pictures, they're all, like, anime. big Ugh. boobs, all this other stuff. And he yeah. had brought the art book to school. And I get a call from the principal, and they were just like, we confiscated it because it's pornography. And I'm like, porn? What? I go, that's art. And he was just like, well, you have to come pick it up. And then so I go and I pick it up because I don't have a problem with it. And I said to my son, and I was just like, listen, I go, obviously, people don't understand us in the life that we live. So please keep these things at home. Oh, my God. And so the stuff that he got in trouble for was never stuff that I was like, I can't believe you did that. It was, I can't believe they had a reaction to that. Exactly. Um, But I remember that there was one meeting, and I think he was probably like middle school. They, the, Isaiah's very quiet, and I always taught him that when adults are talking, you stand there and you wait for them to stop talking. Mm-hmm. But we live in a generation of impulsive, oh entitled, my God. Yes. like disrespectful children. Mm-hmm. And so the teacher actually had a problem. You, you have to understand how strange it is for me to hear those words <laughs> coming out of your mouth. I know, but I didn't raise my kid to be that way. So, like, I have the worst fucking potty But you also didn't raise now. your kid to be that way either. Yeah, but so, but he also didn't okay. parent. See, <laughs> but see, but, I don't. But I, it's who's saying it. I know. So, like, thing. I have the worst potty mouth ever. And Isaiah, I have not heard you say the F word once. Fuck. Okay, fuck, there you it's go. It's one of my favorite words, actually. She's been saying fuckery like the oh, whole time. Oh, fuckery. She I'm did like, say fuckery. I'm like, really? I didn't say fuck yet. Yeah, that's, no. that's fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. She, just, um, she did say fuckery. But I like the word fuckery. Isaiah but won't anyway. curse in front of me. And he he's not allowed whatsoever. <laughs> And still at 21, he respects that. I said, I don't, and this is my lecture. I don't give a shit what you do around your fucking friends. That's not how you're going to speak to your goddamn well, mother. Can I tell and you, you though? curse around me. I'm 47 years old. Am I 47? Okay. I don't know. No, I'm 46. You married you're her. You're older than Wait. me. I'm 47. I'm 47. <laughs> I just turned 47 this and year. You still and you're still 30. I still have 30. 47. 30? I still don't curse in front of my mother. N- neither will I. Mm-mm. Neither will I'll I. I'll curse in front of his mother. Well, his mother doesn't mind. Right. But my mother, oh my God. I will. Mm-hmm. N- I don't ever. If I say "goddamn" in front of my mother, I get my whole name. But I don't. I yeah. don't ever. Like she doesn't even know this podcast exists. <laughs> she doesn't. And I would be so Until devastated. Now. Until, now. <laughs> Until now, Shane is gonna be like, boop, 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 boop. Be like, hey, hey, hey girl, great hey. job raising her. Let me 
me tell you something. Let me tell you what she does. <laughs> Listen to this fuckery. Exactly. She's fucked yes, up. But holy, no, I'd be like, great yeah. fucking job on this shit. shit. I heard she doesn't curse around your ass. Uh, holy fuck, how did you manage that? Exactly. Yeah, me and mom are going to have a great conversation. Okay, good. <laughs> Fantastic. You can come to our party on December 7th. And Is then the you entire can family gonna be there? Like no. <laughs> Wait a minute. Shit. See, now I wish we were videoing. Like nobody, nobody caught that look. She's like, oh my god. Yeah, that, entire- that, that subtle hint towards my side of the family. Yeah, I, did. I looked right at you. Your side like, of the family. Yeah. 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 My side of the family exists. It consists of fucking one person at this point because, like, everybody else is, you know, gone. Gone. I ain't got nothing. I'm an only child. I don't have any brothers and sisters to You're contend lucky. with. I, I bet am. my brothers wish the same thing. Jenna, you know what? The other day she broke my heart, though. I didn't tell you this guy. We were in the car, and I said, "You know, I love you more than anything in this whole world, right?" And she goes, "No." And I said, "You really don't think that I love you more than anything else?" She's like, "I don't know." I said. I didn't have any more babies because I didn't think that I could love anybody as much nice as I love line. you. And I was like, so, you know, there's no way that I could have But you know she love. was just milking you, though, I know. right? Okay. I know. Just because <laughs> she had just, I just lambasted her for 20 fucking minutes before school. <laughs> so, so, like, I mean, she was just, you know, I need, and I'm going to, but it's true. It's like, how do you, Isaiah's an only child. But when see, you were with when you were married, did you guys even talk about having children? Or? No, that was the thing though. Neither of us wanted have any more kids. And but what he has happened? a stepdaughter. Okay. And so and um both kids were the same age. Mm-hmm. I think there's two weeks between the two. Okay. And so and they were kind of just as weird as each other. Mm. So they kind of got along great. So we still had like the blended family aspect of it, but we didn't want any kids. And Isaiah would tell me all the time that I had no business having any other children and that he would not be the responsible one. Got it. And they were not going to make it like he did. So I got... (laughs) (laughs) I knew early on. I need to interview Isaiah. I need Isaiah on my... I need him in my life. Isaiah is like, he's a genius. (laughs) He's an absolute genius. Um, he's an amazing kid, and he now tells me that, like, I actually know some of the things that I'm just talking about, that, like, my parenting wasn't awful. He's, it was just different, Mom. It was, well, it was different. Go. He had a different way of parenting, and but, I really did. But now that you're an adult and you can be like, listen, yo, I didn't raise an asshole. Like, that's got to be the something best. huge for you. Seriously. Like that, that was like a backhanded. Comment. No, 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 no. I don't. No, because that's Did my fear. She said no, 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 no. Like, you, you no. didn't raise an For asshole. Oh Good God. job. Because who would have fucking thought Shayna, that? You had a no. That's for sure. <laughs> when I heard you had a baby, I was like, oh fuck. No, that's not what I meant. Because like I, I, I hear every it. day. It was the inflection. Listen, you know what? The two of you, the two of you are done. But no, that's not what I meant. Because every day I fear that we are raising an asshole. And it's like, I want to get to that point where I'm like, I know I'm confident that she is Then not you know what you asshole. have to do? You you learn to apologize often. Because I, I would have like epic meltdowns. I would do the dumbest shit. And then I would walk in the room and I'd be like, really sorry you lucked out with your parents and you got an asshole mom. And I, and I would say that to him on a regular basis. I go, I have to tell you, I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea how to be a mom. Right. I am winging every second of this. And thank you for coming along for the ride. Um, 
And, then, and we took, <laughs> he had a choice. Well, he did. Funny you say that. So, like, I've been reading a lot, like, about enlightenment and all those other things. I was going to say, when did you become very granola? Because you've become very crunchy in the last year. And there's nothing just, wrong with probably, that. Probably. Like, it's just you've been very, like, in tune with, like, chakras and crystals and... Can you imagine, yeah. like, the fuckery that was just yes, had in the first half? Yeah. You were just like, she might have her shit together. Fucking weird. <laughs> just... Like, holy shit, she's, like, into, like, you know, Spirituality, yes, yeah. big time, big mm-hmm. time. And I curse like a fucking trucker. Doesn't matter. It's still, still I'm, I'm getting my life together. At one point, I realized that I'm no longer raising anyone. Mm-hmm. Like, while I'm still a mother, I'm no longer parenting. My job is done. I raised my father. And that's really what I did. I was mm-hmm. in the house basically taking care of him. I did a lot of stuff for my brothers. And then I had a son. And then I had a husband. I was not that I was raising my husband, but I've always been caretaking someone. Yep. I am now, this is the first time in my life you at 38, 39, that I'm single and I don't have to take care of anybody. So if I only have my life, I've destroyed everybody else's shit. So now that I've wrecked <laughs> havoc on other people, they're welcome. Now that I have blessed them with the train wreck, it is now time for me to actually probably Focus stop being you. a train Yes. Yeah. Yes. I have destroyed other people along the way, and they enjoyed I doubt it. That. I seriously oh, liked it. doubt that. They liked though. every minute of I it. I think they see. I think I seriously doubt they, that. They There's were just no like, way. What's about to happen next? Seriously, you could not say that you destroyed anybody. I mean, no, they, for you they, to be able to to be proud of your son and who he's becoming, and it's and awesome. be best friends with your ex husband. That's huge. So he you know what? That's that ridiculous. I'm just saying you have to have an ex-husband first to be best you know friends what? with them. Just <laughs> fuck you, because if we ever get divorced, it's a wrap. No, you guys will learn no, how to make. No, it. I will not be friends She's with be him. Be an angry ex-wife. I will be, <laughs> just, and I will take him oh, for every fucking penny my he God, is we're worth. We're gonna have to do that in another yeah. podcast because yeah, oh my no, God, no, no, there's no reason I, to be angry. That previous. I, in a previ- in previous existence, I would have been like, no, we could go our separate ways. Nope. But see, I Not don't. Anymore, I have nothing to be on. angry with him about. So it's kind of just like you realize that it didn't work. Right. That we were two people living together and it wasn't working. So there's nothing to be angry about. He never did anything wrong to me. Mm-hmm. We never argued. He wasn't that kind of person. He tattooed the fuck out of you. Yes, and he still does. I see. He still does. But it's just like he, he's not an angry person. But the thing was, was that I was used to being in relationships that how do you know that someone cares unless you're They're getting a reaction and, right, out of them? Right. And my father, there was no reaction out of him scott there was no reaction out of him like dude how Guy am i supposed used to make to... you do push-ups to get you to walk i home? know and it's just seriously. i'm sorry so when you're used to being bullied <laughs> in every country so wait a minute how is this my fault <laughs> yes so now i've realized that bullying is not the appropriate way to sustain relationships and I had no appreciation for my husband at the time because he was just like, yeah, sure, whatever you want to do. He said, this is what we're doing today. Okay, right. whatever you want to do. And it was always whatever you want to do. And it was kind of just like, where the fuck is this? Like, right. what, what is going on that right, I'm right, right. not getting a reaction out of you? Right. And then so the more I would try to get a reaction out of him, the less he would he talk. Would put, yeah. Yeah. So, like, the last six months of our marriage, we hardly ever spoke because there was no more getting a reaction out of him. Right. And yeah. so now it's like it's the worst when you try to get a reaction and you don't. 
Again, how is this about me? (laughs) (laughs) Shayna. He could make you do push-ups if you want. No. Yeah, he's thinking about it. He's like, hmm. if that's he, what you want. He can. He is uh, just uh, just imagine what he used to make you guys do, and then just imagine being married to him. Yes, and but you signed up for it. I did, and like twice. one of the things I twice I did it. You twice. guys redid it. Yes, and see, one of the things I think that we miss is is just that when we get married in any of the relationships we have, we sign a contract to get in that relationship. Mm-hmm. And I mean, not just the marriage paper, but when you're in a relationship with someone, you've agreed to a set of terms and that that's the expectation. And I was the one who changed the expectation when we got married. Mm-hmm. Scott was Scott. Scott was always going, going to, to be, be Scott. Yeah. And the minute we got married, I'm like, Scott, I want you to do this. I want you to be this way. I want you to change this way. And he was just like, I'm still going to be Scott. You're going mm-hmm. to accept me as Scott. Or I'm just going to be Scott. I don't know what to tell you. And so there wasn't, it wasn't on him. So I have no reason to be angry with him. It took me a while to understand that. Mm -hmm. I was the one who changed the contract every day. We're getting dogs today. We're not getting dogs today. We're doing this today. You know what? We're not doing this today. She's taking Lucky home today, by the way. But he has to come back on Saturdays because Saturdays is Hank Day. And Hank doesn't do well with and other dogs. Hank, we could have our, our Saturday would be our visitation day with, Han- with Lucky. Mm-hmm. Yes, Why yes. she's with Hank. Because they cannot. And Hank gets picked up at 11.15 every morning. And oh he God, stays I, until. Wait, I can't. I can't. Wait, my head hurts. Because uh, Hank is on the, the schedule. The idea of sharing custody with a dog. Well, I don't, we can't call it sharing in case Scott okay. hears this. Oh, sorry, Scott. I, just, I get visits because the dog is Scott's. Okay. Um, okay. Now, I have a stupid, stupid, stupid question. Sure. Would Scott be offended if you went to somebody else and got a tattoo? Yes, unless he gave See? me permission. I would. Ha- I would have to ask him permission. He needs a tattoo. Wait, again, how is this about me? <laughs> because guys, he doesn't have any tattoos. How? And I keep trying to get him to get one. I, mean, I just, I like, don't, you're a blank canvas. There's but, so much to work with. But he's like, I'm going to be the person that is going to be the, what is Now it? it's counterculture to not have a tattoo. Yeah. Oh my God. I am so excited. He's, that's like an my Isaiah tattoo Because Isaiah refuses to get one. My next tattoo like, is scheduled for, you, buddy. for <laughs> I have waited a month and a half for my next tattoo. Where are you going? I always go to Hudson Valley. Okay. Yeah. Judging. Um, Black Cherry. But I know. <laughs> Black, Black Cherry, I've heard great things, and there's a really great guy there. And yeah, your husband. Mm-hmm, Scott. Ex-husband, sorry, Scott. Um, but, and I believe he's single. Oh, yeah. But his ex-wife hey, is ladies, fucking insane. <laughs> no, I'll cook for them both. Get the fuck out of here. I don't. Like, see, what does she like to eat? I don't give a shit. She just better know that I'm not going anywhere. My, we'll see. The and thing I'm is, getting dibs. And I keep trying to collect on life insurance. <laughs> shit. He did finally agree oh God, that I can is... get a policy, but as long as I paid it a deductible. Um, but I am entitled to get a policy on his life. He said uh. I can't get too much because then he thinks that you're gonna have try to, to work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. kill him. No, see, guy doesn't want to get any tattoos, and um, you know, at this point, I'd, I, you know, I'd be okay with him just getting a, a tattoos. Big back piece. But there's so much to work. <laughs> Can I just tell go you? Pick just, just jump right in the, just <laughs> right in the deep home. end. Yeah. Just get the whole back done. Yeah, but see, the, the guy that. And like a quarter sleeve. So just a whole back and a quarter sleeve. Let it come down. Yes. Come on. The 
but see the guy that I am getting my tattoo. I just I've admired his work for so so long, and mm-hmm. he's done one other piece on me. Um, but this one I'm just like so excited, and it's How been many do like you the have? longest like month and a half waiting. The anticipation. See, I don't yes. get that anymore. Oh my god! Because I'm at the tattoo shop at least once or twice a month. Still, see, I it just yeah. Um, actually, I, I go to Jay Carpino. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's his mandala work and fine line work is just exquisite. Okay, and I just love him. Um, but anyway, um, I have one, two, three. I have four. Okay, we're not even gonna try and count mine. No, we're not because you're like over you're sixty. A canvas. Yeah. yeah, yeah, over yeah, sixty yeah. and stuff. And the thing one. is, it's it's an addiction. It becomes no. It becomes an addiction. What? Blasphemy. And it's just it's a fun time. It Who is does not time. like laying on a table with a whole bunch of needles prodding you? Yo, I fell right. asleep on my back. Seriously, the, the back tattoo yeah. I had, I fell asleep because it was just like, it, I don't know. I just loved it's relaxing. The pain. And like, certain there are certain pains that are sexy pains. You know, tattoos are sexy pain. Piercings, eyebrows are sexy pain. Like when you have your eyebrows threaded, fucking a. Those are sexy pain. Well, who does your eyebrows? Do you do? Tell me you have somebody to do your eyebrows because they're like perfect. I fucking hate natural it. eyebrows. You're done. Get out. <laughs> you are done. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. But no, but have you ever had them threaded? Yeah. yeah. They're amazing. It's, it's, it's weird. No, me it's judging. not. Okay. It is not. <laughs> Yo. Me. The lifestyle that I live. I'm like, ladies, oh my God. Ladies out there, if you've never had your yeah. eyebrows threaded, weird. you need to get your eyebrows threaded at least That's once. Such weird things. I had my mother eyebrow thread her eyebrows <laughs> one time, and she was like, ow, ow. And you ow. liked it. Maybe I'm I getting a Brazilian. Mine. I love it. Oh, fuck that shit. No. I've oh. had my Punani waxed it from stem to stern and that shit is no joke it's not no. that bad it's not that bad but no you just gotta lean into it fuck that leaning in <laughs> no i'll take a razor you to like, that shit no gotta... no i meant jesus like oh you want me to move this way okay <laughs> no i don't want anybody spreading my shit i don't want anybody spreading my asshole cheeks I, I, then hold no. it yourself and just allow no. them to slather no. the wax on it nobody like, needs don't to be so difficult no sorry I've had it done just. once. It's just <laughs> not my thing. Uh, yo, y'all can. Michelle was talking about on my one podcast about how she went to um, a, to get a Brazilian in Florida and they didn't use the pain-free wax. And she walked out with there with half of her shit done. No way. I didn't know they had Word. pain-free wax. Word. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? I ended up, I had Scott tattoo mine. And I'm like, so this way when the lady does the Brazilian, she has a pretty little cat to look at. Just, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Because he was just like, who the fuck is going to look at that? I'm like, the lady that does my waxing. Now tattoo. <laughs> now, how did, the, the, how did that happen? I mean, like, wait, 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 wait. Okay. How how much pain was that for your choach? Was it like, Not a lot. Because no? it wasn't like, I don't know how graphic you want me to be. I, go on. Because it wasn't like the lips. So because it's, it's like above your pus. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So not no. But then again, uh, I But have, you probably have nipple piercings and clip piercings, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. So clip piercing. Yes? No? Which one? I have four. Oh Ten. fuck! <laughs> how big is your goddamn clit? <laughs> no, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> you can be dazzle the fuck out of that shit. Okay, well now I have three. Because one went really bad. Oh, but yeah. Oh, yeah. My stomach hurts. <laughs> but no, that I actually had numbing stuff when they did it, but it was still kind of like. Uh, it was okay? 
Mm-hmm. <gasps> Healing was fine. I went hiking the next day. <sighs> like I just had a, I just had a moment because, like, I mean, I've had my my nose, my belly. The nipples buttons. were the the nipples were um, probably not one of my worst ones, but. Uh, it's all about how you feel mentally before you go into well, it. Of, with and anything. I was anxious as fuck before right. getting the nipples done. And when Scott pierced my nipples, he goes, I've never seen you be such a mess like that, getting a piercing or a tattoo. But see that, and that, you know what though, like, in all honesty, that's exactly when you go in for a tattoo or any type of any anything you like that. Have you have to be in the right relaxed. mindset. Yeah, I'll bring a book. I bring <laughs> like my um, headphones. Mm-hmm. I'd bring my laptop and be typing papers. Yeah, like you have yeah. to go in like okay and just like ease into it. Even when it starts, when it starts to feel like it's painful, you have to be like okay, like be in the moment of pain and recognize right. that it hurts. Of course, okay, it's gonna hurt. Yeah. And then you kind of just like ease back out of it. Right. But that's how you deal with everything in life. Everything and, in life is fucking painful. And if you could if you could deal with everything everything in life just as you would a tattoo, then it's, it would be a different situation. You have to be in the moment. Everything yeah. is going to fucking hurt at one yeah, time. Of everything is going to be inconvenient. But, you know, one of the biggest things for me was like if I'm getting a tattoo, I'm paying someone to put art on me. Correct. I am going to be as still and patient as possible because this is on my body permanently. Yep. Yep. They're not the ones walking out with it. No. Nope. I mean, at the same time, it's their art and they want to be proud of it. Yep. Lay there and don't fucking move. Exactly. Don't cry. Don't complain. Yep. Lay there and yep. breathe in it but a lot of people or some people when they go they'll bring their friends and they'll bring this why are you bringing a distraction and when you have your friend sitting next to you like oh my god that looks like it hurts it's going to hurt it's going to hurt because they just said that to you yeah so go be in the moment and enjoy whatever it is that's taking place i've had um my first tattoo was done when i was 18 which was just dumb and i did it because i could Mm -hmm. you know i was 18 i was like fuck it i'm gonna just do it and then I ended up, it just was awful. It looked like a vagina. <laughs> it looked like a crushed coffee bean. It looked like a run over ladybug. It was just awful. And you got it covered up, right? I did got it Good. covered up. Um, but I also have one on my back that I absolutely love. And I have one on my ankle that I love because it's my daughter's name. Mm-hmm. And it's done in such a way to make it look like a charm bracelet on my ankle. Awesome. So my my latest one that I'm getting is I'm getting a tree. And I'm getting a tree that is ominous on one side and flowing on the other side okay. to show like the fluidity of life and whatever. But there's going to be a little girl sitting on a, a tree swing reading a book because that's what my kid does. My kid loves to read. She loves to be out on the swing. She's a free spirit. And what I'm going to have happen is the the roots are supposed to feed into her name, which is on my ankle, okay. to make it look like it's feeding into her Together. name because yeah. she's she grounds me. At the end of the day, I'm a fucking shit show. I am a shit show on a regular basis. But you know what? At the end of the day, I can't be a shit show because I need to be – the role model for her. Yes. You and have to pull it together. Me. Absolutely. You have to pull it together. Right. So, you know, and I always like, oh, that's so hokey. But you know what? She does. She grounds me. And But um, the thing is, though, anybody who is a parent, mm-hmm. anybody can have a child. Right. Anybody who is a parent mm-hmm. recognizes right. that your children do ground you. Right. They change you. They make you want to be better people. A better people. person. They make you, your entire life, if you're actually parenting, mm-hmm. is changed right. because of this child. Of course. And you're just like, 
I, I have to be different. I have right. to be better. Yep. Or at least if I can't be better, I'm going to put on this face for a minute and I'm going and to pretend. breathe through this moment right. and then I'll lose my shit the minute they go to bed, exactly. the minute they turn around. Exactly. I'm going to be their parent for the moment. Yep. And that's all you can do. And, you know, this one over here, who you only see as the brother that you never wanted, who made you do push-ups, <laughs> you know, like last Friday, um, she was in a comp- she was in a spelling bee competition. I bet and, she killed it. But you know she I'm not trying to be like won her classroom. Wait, I'm not trying oh, to be the mom okay. that just give me a second, go you ahead. can go off. Go ahead. But I'm not trying to be the mom that is like, Oh, my kid's brilliant. My kid's fucking brilliant. She is. You know, she's very she smart. She always has been and she has been since she was out of yeah. the womb. And we are proud of every moment that she has. And then the moments that are exemplary we are even more elated. Mm-hmm. And she, I loved, when I was younger, I loved to spell. And she loves to spell. So we've been like, oh, spell these words and whatever, and practice for the spelling bee. So she practiced for the spelling bee. She won her class, right? So she gets to go on to the, the spelling bee for the school. And um, she calls me on Friday. She's like, Mom, I need to, and she's fucking dramatic. Oh, I need to. I need to talk to you about the spelling bee. Like, <laughs> what happened? And I go, did you win? Did you kick their butts? You know, like, you know. And she goes, yes. <laughs> so she's like, I won. And I'm going to district. And she was like, elated, oh, so right? Excited. So then 10 minutes later, I get a phone call from her. And she is hysterical. Like, what did guy do? I can't even, like, <laughs> I, can't, <laughs> I can't even, like, console her like i can't understand she's anything she's saying to me like i just can't i'm like okay honey you have to stop calling you know i stop crying i need to understand what you're saying like i can't hear you i can't understand you so she's then saying i didn't make district oh so like she's like sobbing i didn't know how to define the word what was the diaphoresis i didn't know how to define the word she knew how to spell the fucker she just didn't know how to define it well I, all I had to do was send him one text message, and I'm bringing this back around. Is that I'm bring? He went right into dad. He mode. went into fucking daddy bear, mm-hmm. and I was all I had to do was say. Okay, see, but I'm sorry, wait, daddy bear doesn't sound quite as ferocious. Uh, as no, mama it's very, bear, it's actually very soft. Uh, okay, uh, yeah, you like, went and you like, cuddled like, her, and you were just like, oh my god, my no, baby, I, like okay. dad Vereen or something. Okay. That's not what you did though. No, so, he he wanted to fucking yeah, yeah no I I immediately he, called the school. Did you really? <laughs> I was oh, texting yeah. him and he was like, "I'm on hold now, bitch." What? <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, like go yeah, ahead. because why the fuck it's a spelling bee? I'm not supposed to be defining words. So, what happened was? Oh God! Any she, story that starts out like yeah, that right? is what ha- happened was. <laughs> it's downhill from here. So she won her class, and she won her grade, and then after that. Um, they do it by two, so fourth and fifth grade, and only one from, from fourth or fifth grade can go to district. Okay. So she didn't actually win district. She won fifth grade. Okay. And then, and this is what I didn't know this either. It took me like 15 minutes of research on the internet to An find angry this phone out. Calls? That, well, no, this was after the angry phone call. <laughs> um, in the qualifiers like in the lead-ups to the spelling bee they do have rounds where you have to define the words 
But that's what I'm saying. Like, If you it, had prepped her for that, she would have been prepared. Exactly. Because that wouldn't have been a problem for her know. at all. And like I said, like when I say 15 minutes of research, I mean sitting down and, you know, I'm not an asshole on the computer. I know what I'm looking for. Yeah. But like I had to dig to find where you would think that would have been specified somewhere on the front page of the paper yes yeah so they know to that's what they need to be preparing exactly and the teacher's like oh well you know Uh in the packet that i gave they had the definitions and i'm like i saw it exactly it's not a vocabulary the teacher was just mad because she couldn't spell that shit like you go google that and then you come and talk to me about what my child but you know what if we really wanted to dig into it she did mispronounce it and because of my 15 minutes of research, I did find that if the presenter mispronounces the word, Shut up. that is grounds. So wait, the teacher so, who is like, you don't know how to define it, can't even fucking say so, it? Yes. So yes, if we really wanted to push it. I do. But, <laughs> I know. I, I do. I do. But yes. Um, but yeah, no, like it, as soon as she told me that, you know, I'm like, what do I need to do? And I got tired of waiting for a response, so I just called the school and, you know, had she's to back in there? dig through that to, well, no, she's not back in because those were the rules. Like, I get she's it. She's the runner-up, and she has to be there in the event that the, the winner cannot continue on. We can make that happen. I Word. already made the Nancy <laughs> Kerrigan joke. He's I already Nancy see, Kerrigan. See? <laughs> Wow. Problem solved. Problem. This is what I'm talking about. Crowbar and ice skates. (laughs) Listen, she ain't getting that stage. (laughs) (laughs) She is walking in, but not walking out. Oh Oh, my god. I mean, not that I, you know, promote Uh violence against children, but no. When there's a good cause, I'm just saying. (laughs) And that's the thing. She called and she was like, "Yes, I beat the last year's winner." He had to spell blah, 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 and he didn't know what it was. And I had to spell diaphoresis, and I, I know diaphoresis. I'm like, I don't, I don't I still know, know what that is. What is that? I don't know. Oh, well, I had to look up the meaning. It's profuse sweating. Diaphoresis. I know a lot of people that have that. Your daughter has diaphoresis. She smells bad. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, we, we didn't get to that, too. Like I said, I still had a whole <laughs> bunch of questions. What is your next question? Wait, Please. hold on, hold on. I'm gonna like, while while we were still while we were still tackling this, um, yes, uh, uh, I and I I love telling this story. One of not her first word, but when she first started speaking. Oh my god! He had and, her saying big words for yes. like endoplasmic reticulum. Yeah, guys, like, I'm going to show off how smart I am. Yeah, and I'm going to use my daughter to do it. Good job, guy. I'm from Yes, I don't even know. But I'm not surprised that your child is brilliant because they are. They are. They are. Every piece of information that you never wanted to know or even believed (laughs) there to be out there, they know it. They can can finish every quote you you never imagine. Girl. You try living here 24-7. No. No. Can I tell you, I don't bother paying attention to the news. I don't pay attention you don't to need politics. To. Because between him They're and his mother, podcasts. fucking A. Yeah. No, they you don't need Encyclopedia to. Encyclopedia Britannica incarnate. Of the stuff the that day, you're like, I don't want to know but that. But even Jenna does the same thing. Well, because she has to, to she's sitting up. at the table and, and something happened. And she goes, oh, yeah, that's this. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, 
excuse me. Oh yeah, no. Isaiah like, does I that can't. to me. He'll be like, "So, mom, did you hear about blah blah blah?" And I'll have to Google. Thank God it's all via text, and I'll Google it real I'll quick. Like, oh, and I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, what a fucking shame <laughs> that shit is." Wow. And I'm like, yeah, "Watching videos as he's talking." Yes. Oh my God, it's tragedy. It's <laughs> like seriously. Try just trying to keep up, and then these these two these. I mean, between him and his mom, and you asked before how it was living in this house, and it's like. See, now now that the wine glass is empty, the truth is coming out. Yeah, you might need to refill that. Because at first, when I asked you how it was, you're like, yeah, the basement's great. We redecorated a little. (laughs) I love my mother-in-law. And, like, she is, and it's Loving someone is different than wanting to live with them. I don't mind living with her. She she pretty much, like, she keeps to herself, and Mm -hmm. we keep to ourselves, and... But what my biggest issue before <laughs> we fucking guy inhale, um, one of my biggest issues is this is their this is the home they grew that up in. They grew up in, and it always never feels like my home because it's their space. Even though it's my home, and mm-hmm. I'm paying the home equity line, and I'm I'm helping to maintain it, and I'm doing whatever you still I have moved to into do. their space. I moved into their space. You know, yes, this is the home you grow up in, and yes, these are there are things in this house that I will never, ever, ever understand. You know, but I've always, in the last, what, how long have we been here? Five years, six years? Yeah, sure, six. Five or six years, we've been in this home. Raising what made you out. guys move back here? Um, Because well, you had your place in Poughkeepsie. We had a house in Poughkeepsie, and we were robbed in February okay. of 2014. And I never felt the same after coming home and finding the total violation of all of my jewelry, all of our electronics. Everything was just gone. Somebody violated my trust, and I didn't feel safe there anymore. Okay. And Joanne, being the person that she is, was like, Steps right in and saves and comes up with like, a solution. this is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. And so we said, okay, we'll do that. Jenna's going to be in a good school district. We'll make it work. So – we have. We've we've made it work. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't take advantage of the fact that she's downstairs. She we don't expect her to take care of Jenna. We've never expected her to put her on the bus, take her off the bus. We always do what we have to do as parents. It's completely two you know, different lives two in cohabitations. The same yeah. Right. So but the mentality for him to go from living with my mom, moving into a white house with my wife, and then we get pregnant. And then we live there for several years, and then we have to move back home with my mom. You know, mm-hmm. I don't have that problem. You know, he had to deal with that. And there, and if you look around, there's still a lot of the things in this house are still my mother-in-law. When I first I walked in, I that was the first thing I looked at because yeah. I haven't been in this house in years. Mm-hmm. I haven't been here since you guys moved in. Mm-hmm. And so to so even, like, walk in, it's just like, oh, my God, is the house still the same? And when you look at certain things, it's still – yeah, the because, house you grew up in. You know why? Because I feel it's a disrespect on to, my to make part. those changes. To make those changes, despite on the fact that it's your house. Exactly, exactly. But still, mm-hmm. that's that's my problem. And him, he's like, I don't give a fuck. I've been no, here. but they never you do. <laughs> and then when it becomes a problem, they're just like, oh, oh. Well, because that's between you and Joanne. But you know what? I've asked her in certain circumstances, like, do you mind if I take this or put this in the trash or? you know move this or whatever she doesn't really care no because she doesn't really have an attachment to stuff she likes stuff but she's not really attached to stuff right there's stuff in this cabinet that's still hers hers. 
but I won't throw it out mm-hmm. because it's hers. It's hers. And I mean, do I want that picture up there? <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> but what do you mean? Look at the family time. It's hilarious. I was uh, you know? say, actually, like I left that one alone because <laughs> I, I actually like that. <laughs> Guys, right. like, what the fuck is the matter with that picture? <laughs> yeah. I'm saying, look at me like, cheesing up there. It's like, what's the matter with my picture? But see, I had gone to a counselor, and the counselor was like, hey, you know, you have to make the house your own. Yeah. You know? And, and but, you know, it's like, you want to make it your own, but you don't want to be disrespectful. And it's not like I'm throwing the shit out and be like, eh. Yeah, but a lot of that stuff, you have to recognize, like, when you're talking about, like, my path and all the things that have changed for me, a mm-hmm. lot of it is just that we have to learn to let go of what was ingrained in us mm-hmm. and what we feel we're expected to do. Because right. sometimes those expectations we're holding on to for ourselves, and it's not even the expectation of another person. Right. Because Joanne may not give a shit whatsoever. Mm-hmm. You could demolish everything up here and make all new changes. Right. And she'd come in and be like, oh, your house looks great. And But instead, you're just like, I have to keep it the same way or keep these certain things because that is your expectation. Mm -hmm. And that may not be hers whatsoever. The things you're holding on to in there, Mm -hmm. she probably doesn't even know that they're there. Oh, no, she would know. She would know. She'd be like, oh, you remember my Motown glass from 19 Well, because she probably had bought 10 of them (laughs) and forgot. I remember coming in here, and we would be looking for stuff. There used to be bags of stuff everywhere. Because whenever I would run into her, it would be at, like, TJ Maxx or something. And she would be buying the same thing that she already has in the house. Oh, my God. Mm Mm-hmm. We have and 17 she, power drills. Yes. She kept losing and there's still, a, but half of the shit would still be in the box. I'm like, I thought I had one. I have to pick up another one while I'm out. And I'm like, Michelle, I want your mom's life. Right? <laughs> right? I'm like, did she know she just bought that? I just saw her at the store buying the same thing. But mm-hmm. Michelle's kind of the same way. Mm. Although Michelle has embraced the whole minimal minimalist lifestyle, mm-hmm. supposedly. And you said supposedly. Love well, it. I don't well, know. Well, we haven't, I was going to say, we I haven't personally witnessed it. witnessed it, but no, she has told us um, that uh, basically they, they've. They have a three story brownstone that they've been there. moved into the bottom. Just right. So they've gradually. Why? Why? Just to. To get minimalize. closer? What? No. You've. <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. <laughs> She's my best friend from like this big. What? If you have all that space, minimalism is like giving things away. Not secluding yourself to the basement when you don't have to. Why would you well, do that? Well, part, part, of part of it, it. part of it is um, they do Airbnb with the other floors. So, so they're making money on... I, listen, I said part of it. Don't look at me like that. No, somebody didn't say, hey, Michelle, dumb idea. No, what? Can you imagine when those kids get... I got to call Michelle. Like, when those kids get older, oh, my God. No. But then again, like, I need space. I have a three-bedroom. and You're still, one person. I know. And when Isaiah comes home, I'm like, you're in my space. <laughs> so, I have a room. So, meanwhile, I'm like... You sit by the door. <laughs> I'm like, you have your room, and that is your space. The rest of this condo is mine. So, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I need a room for my crystals. Yeah. I, 
Maybe. <laughs> well, <laughs> I had my nephew staying with me for a little while. And when he came in, because like we had the spare bedroom, and I was just like, well, I was going to make that my Zen room. I need Zen space. And my nephew was on the spectrum. A brilliant child. Dick. So the first thing he says to me, he goes, most people, their space is their bedroom. You have a bedroom. I don't understand. And I was like, is he have Asperger's? Or well, is he, like he's, yeah, okay. Asperger. yeah. So I, I give him the finger and I turn around and I walk away. That's my method of parenting. Okay. Middle finger always works. Um, so I give him the we finger and I turn around and back. I walk away. And then like I come out like an hour, two hours later, two, three glasses of wine later. And I'm like, you know what, Josh? Your aunt actually thought about it and it does make sense that since i have three bedrooms and you know maybe i don't need two so i'm like hey i'll make my own space in you know my bedroom (laughs) the minute he left though boy did i throw out another yoga mat threw up some crystals and i'm like i got a zen room (laughs) yes Yes. Sending all over the motherfucker. Yes. All over. Everything is my space now, exactly. goddammit. I'm the only then one that pays here. the mortgage. I'm the only one that pays the bills. Exactly. Fuck you and anybody's opinion of it. So You're Michelle close. is living. You're yeah, close to I'm here. like 15, 20 minutes. Why do I think you're like, oh, on the other side of Hopewell? Well, Sylvan Lake. Oh, okay. That's but it's bad. still only like 20 yeah, minutes. It's not bad. Yeah. 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 But so when Michelle's living in that small little space, and I'm like, ew, oh my God. Right? So I'm walking through my place, and I'm like, I need more room. This is palatial. Like, pretty soon, I'm like, Isaiah, you can't come home. Mom has converted that room to her second Zen room. When he moved out, though, did you not, like, want to have well, a nervous breakdown? Because, like, he's not, he's at college. Doesn't matter. The first day he left, I cried myself sick couldn't get out of bed it was awful i messaged him within an hour of being home like do you miss your mom yet and he goes no and it's just <laughs> how about now no mom and i'm only an hour and a half away so can i come visit you no, no. mom and it actually says in the tour guide for your parents Ugh. to not come in the first six weeks just take your heart out and stomp on it like that's just the worst but then when i realized that he wasn't home and I got divorced in that oh, time. I'm going like, to have a, I, I need to. Scott moved oh. out. Isaiah went to school in August. Scott moved out, I think, by like February. And the first time I walked in the house and there was nobody there. Did you like have a nervous breakdown? I took off my pants and walked around my you house. You know what? I was going to say that as a joke. Holy fuck. To be able to walk around your house with no pants on, there would be piles of pants all scattered throughout the house. <laughs> Just all by the front door. Just okay, yes. I'm having anxiety. No. Just oh, about I'm, it, like, I'm like, it's heaven. And now when I text Isaiah and I'm like, babe, when are you coming home? No, bro. It's not because I miss you. It's because I need, I need to, to be prepared to put pants on (laughs) and then i'm like so when does school start back up again not because i'm like oh my god i don't want him to leave it's bitch time to go like (laughs) so we're gonna get there someday yeah and it's like heaven and you're like this is the freedom i never knew i absolutely needed yes yes wow it is the best thing ever it would be hard to believe if she wasn't the first person to say that 
Like it's the, it's, it's the like best every thing. Every mother and every parent that I've heard that says the same. Yeah, but thing. the thing that you have to understand is our attachment issues to our children are not their attachment issues. And right. when they're really like, "Mom, bye," you did a successful job at parenting because you're supposed to raise your kids to not need you. Right. You're supposed to raise your kids to be independent. So when they're not like, "Fuck you, bye," that's you know, you did a whole other kind of job right, on them. Right, but right. when they're like, "No, mom, I'm good. Don't worry." That means that you might have been on to something with the way you handled yeah. the situation. I think she's good when she's by herself, but when she's around us, I think she's a completely different person. Like the other day, she said, Mom, can I have whatever? And I went over and I shook her arms and I go, they're not broken. Yeah, Those but they don't have to broken. do it because you're there. Go get it. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, no. That, that's, why, that's why she doesn't. That's why she always goes to you. Because when she asked me... He makes her do push-ups. Well, I don't make her do (laughs) push-ups, but I tell her to go get it. Mm -hmm. Like, I carry her to bed. She still gets a daddy cab. But once she's in bed... That's it. That's it. Yeah. Whatever you forgot, get out of bed and get it. But see, Isaiah is... He's still spoiled. Like, there's still certain things that he'll call me for. And I'm like, all right, babe. And and I do it for him. There's still, still, like... See, my mom... My mom was a terrible role model when it came to that kind of thing. Because... My mom is very, very codependent on the the relationship that she is in at the moment or whatever. Um, But it's taking care of other people is your main job. And she's instilled that in in me. You do that when you're missing something. I know. But taking care of ourself is our main job. I don't do that. I don't take care of myself. It's everybody else first, and then I come last. But then you have nothing. Your cup is supposed to be overflowing, and people get from the overflow. They don't get from what's in the cup. Yeah, no, my cup is empty. And my cup is everybody else. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Because you have to look at then what need is that meeting for you. Because people are supposed to be getting from the overflow cup, not from what's in the cup. Because if we have nothing, what do we have to give? And you have to be your best self in order to be best for anyone else. Yeah, and I'm never my best self. I'm never, I'm never fully fulfilled to where I can feel like that is, they're getting the overflow. It's always, I have to make sure that everybody else well, around me is taking care of. because then you're ignoring your own needs. The minute oh, yeah, you no. started, the minute you start not taking care of everybody else, you're like, holy fuck, look at the mess that I am. Oh, One yeah, of no, the biggest things for me, mm-hmm. it was just that, I remember saying to my therapist, that I am the conductor, bystander, and passenger on my own train wreck. And then it came to the point that I no longer wanted to be all three. I still am all three on the train, but mm-hmm. not at the same fucking time, and my train isn't wrecking anymore. So you have to get to the point that that's no longer how I want to live my life. And it was. My life was devoted to Isaiah. My life, when I got married, I really wanted to be a wife. I wanted everything I thought that a marriage was supposed to be. But who do we learn those things from? The people who were not good role models of those things? absolutely. So from like fairy tales and all those other things? So like when you have no idea what it is that you think you're supposed to be doing, you're doing it wrong because you're not doing it with the right purpose. Exactly. So it's just you you have to take care of you. Mm -hmm. You have to learn you because we actually don't even know who we are. I was trained that that if you do that, you're being selfish. It's okay to be selfish. Yes, I'm but being it, selfish. But it's never been instilled in me that it's okay to be selfish. But that's you know? an avoidance of trauma. 
That's right. all. I'm really big on trauma. Oh, and I get and that. And all yeah. of those are trauma responses. So if you're taking care of everybody else, then you're not spending the time you need to actually heal. Some people are very uncomfortable with being by themselves and being alone and addressing those things. Yeah. So then you have to look at what is it that I'm avoiding and why am I avoiding it? But how are you giving your best to everyone else mm-hmm. if you don't even have your best for yourself? Right. Or if you don't even know what your best is. No. Like, I don't know what my best is. I'm just you know? now learning who I am. Yeah. I'm just now figuring that out, what mm-hmm. it is that I like or what it is that I don't like. Or, you know, some of the things that I was doing. A lot of it was just what it was that was ingrained into me. And then a lot of it was me fighting what it was that was ingrained in me. Mm-hmm. A lot of it was like an absolute rebellion. Fuck you, society. Fuck you, parents. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, teachers. Fuck you, everything. Right. Because I didn't want to be what everybody told me that I had to be. Mm-hmm. But then again, I didn't know what I wanted to be. I didn't right. know who I was. When you have a baby at 17, you have no idea who you are. Nope. At all. I'm so sure. now at like 39, and I'm like, hey, maybe See, I like this. You're 39 and you have a 21-year-old. Yes. I, I am I am Not 47. that I am encouraging children to get knocked up. <laughs> no. But when still. I see other people, they're just like, yeah, like I'm 40 and I have a kid. And I'm like, what the fuck? But when people are my age and they're like, I'm pregnant. Dude, do you say congratulations? Because I feel really bad for you. And the, see, that's <laughs> the thing. I think that sometimes it's better when you have kids when you're younger and you don't really Get know what the, the fuck you're doing. Because yes. when you're older and you can think about it yeah, more. Yeah, but you still don't know what the fuck you're doing you don't, when you're older. But then you, you would, just screw you it up in, on a different level. Exactly. Yeah. Every we parent. were 36 when we got pregnant with Jenna. Right? Guys, like, not me. You're older. Yeah. What she said. <laughs> Bitch. You were 35. I was 36. Whatever. You made it sound like there was such a huge age difference. It's a goddamn <laughs> year, Shayna. <laughs> Fucking guy. He's like, you're older than me. Dude, by a year. What the fuck? I was born in 72. This motherfucker was born in 73. Oh, my God. <laughs> Still Jeez. counts. Whatever. Eat a bag of dicks, motherfucker. <laughs> Whether you win by an inch or a mile, yeah, whatever. win is a win. Yeah, for you, guy. For you. Yeah, well, Mm-mm. but there's nothing wrong with just like figuring it out because like as parents, everything you do is wrong. Yeah. Everything you do is a mistake because our children are not us. And what we do, we try to parent the us in our kids yeah, and our kids aren't good. us. No. So like when you're like, oh, I'm doing this the right way. Your kid is just building resili- um, resentment and for what it is a- that you just did. Because oh. it's just like, why is my mother hovering? And yeah. you're like, I'm being a protective great parent. And she's like, this bitch will not leave me alone. Yeah. So everything you're doing is wrong. Yep. So why not take care of you and then go into it with a better mind state? Because you're just like, at least when she has a meltdown, I'm better, better prepared to handle that. Because then I know that her meltdown is hers and mm-hmm. not because of something that I did. Right. You stop internalizing shit. my thing is, is I don't internalize that piece of it. I internalize, like, I don't internalize it. It's that I don't know how to tell her how to deal with it because I don't want to Because you don't know how to deal with it. Exactly. Like, I had a situation where um, I was pretty good friends with somebody and then all of a sudden not. And I didn't understand why we weren't friends anymore. Like, they just kind of like, ah, blocked me on everything. People were allowed. People right. are allowed to do People that. People are allowed to do that, but I felt like I I needed an explanation. Like, why you just kind of shut me out? What did I do? Because mm-hmm. 
I wanted to know what I did wrong so that I can avoid it in the future, A, and apologize if necessary. Um, so like if, if she comes to me and says, this person doesn't like me anymore and I don't know why, I can't, you I can't to... guide her because I don't know how to deal with that in my own life. So but some of the things, and again, like going back to what I had said about like relationships being contracts, mm-hmm. sometimes they just no longer serve a purpose. Right. You appreciate everyone who was in your life mm-hmm. and you appreciate them when they this leave. This brings us back to granola. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sorry, me being granola. Sorry. Thank you for leaving yeah. because there, I gained something in the relationship. Yeah. I'm no longer there. I'm not right. the same person today that I was yesterday. Absolutely. So when we yeah, started yeah, yeah. being friends 15 years ago, I'm not the same person now. So if you no longer want to be friends with me, right. I respect you. Goodbye. Absolutely. I, I appreciate the friendship Absolutely. that we had. Friendships change. All of those things change. When someone, like, you want them to explain to you why because you feel you take it as a rejection. Absolutely. But really, that can be everything is our own shit. Yeah. Everything we see in the outside world is a, mem- a mirror of what it is that we put out there. So when they stop speaking to you, that just means it's no longer serving them and you're entitled to that. Goodbye and thank you for the relationship. Exactly. So when we're feeling something, so when your daughter is upset, be upset. Be in the moment. Be mad. Be sad. How do you, but how do you explain to them, even though you've accepted that relationship, and let's just say that that person, your daughters had become friends, mm-hmm. and you've been accepting of that, how do you accept that? How do you explain that to your daughter? How do you have your daughter say, have, you know, they're not at a level where your their can daughter can that. still be friends with your daughter because they don't want to deal with you. I'm I'm at this point in my life where you don't have to like me and we may but have it shouldn't had a friendship. Impact the kids. It should not impact the kids. And that's the problem that I have because let them make the decision of whether or I not agree they with you friends. on that. But so as I, I was very much one of those people who would take steps back from people mm-hmm. because I would get overburdened by mm-hmm. some of the relationships that I had. Right. But that goes to the toxicity of the relationships that I created. Right. So there'd be times that I would step out of friendships and not talk to them anymore or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And we'd have kids that played together. And if my son had asked to play with them, I'd be like, you know, mom really can't with their mom right now. Mm-hmm. So you guys are still friends and you know your paths will cross I, I hope that it does but moms right now are not in the same place as you guys are right now and I'm really sorry that that impacts you and you know and that makes me feel much better because I have had that same conversation with her saying listen I am sorry I'm sorry that the relationship that her mom and my and and your mom mm-hmm. have come to where we are and that should not impact how you are I am willing to allow her to come here and you can have, play, you But know, you don't even, but, but the thing is though, is that you don't even have to get into that second part. It's, mm-hmm. I'm sorry that it impacts you because when you say I'm willing to do that, that puts the anger or whatever yeah. kind of negative feeling on the other parent. Yeah. It's like my mom's being the better person and that problem. And, yeah, fuck and you're yeah. like, yes, fuck yes. Yeah, I'm the better person. God damn and, it. Yeah. But the thing is though, it's just that moms right now, just like, you know, kids fight. You know, just like you fought with so-and-so right. and you guys stopped being friends for a minute. That's where our moms are right now. Right. And maybe that won't be forever. Maybe that won't be for too long. Right. But this is where we are right yeah. now. And, you know, one of the things with raising Isaiah, because, like, I don't deal with a whole lot of my family members. Mm-hmm. And Isaiah knows, like, my reasons for making those decisions. And um, my thing to him was, you will decide who you want to deal with Absolutely. with this family. 
on your own terms. I am not going to decide that for you. And I don't want my decision to not not speak to them be imposed on you or you feel like you have to take a side. I will still bring you to them. Mm-hmm. they're not coming over here, but I will still bring you to them and Word. I will do whatever you can. If those are the relationships that you want, mom is stepping out. Yep. But I have so much more freedom in that when he started to get older. Of course. yeah. The minute he got like his own phone and everything else, they didn't have to call me. You weren't going through me. You wanted a relationship with my kid the minute he was old enough to sustain relationships without mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Have at it. Absolutely. And that's yep. still the way it is. Yeah. Now how um, going, you know, taking putting that aside for a minute how is your mother's relationship with isaiah now that he's you know now that you're older and and just to piggyback on that how was her reaction when he was born like oh yeah my mother because she's still living yes she is um but we're not really speaking and we haven't for probably like over a year but so when isaiah was when i got pregnant with isaiah my mother and I, we kind of spoke, kind of didn't. Um, she lives in Connecticut at the time. She still does. And she was just like, I think one of the first things she said to me was, don't tell me the baby's David's. And I, was, I think that was the first thing she said. And I'm like, yeah, it's Dave's. Um, and So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. Um, but I don't really think she really – didn't have a whole real opinion, but she wasn't really actively parenting me for her really to have an opinion. Mm-hmm. So, like, what was she going to say to me? Yeah. Y- you weren't really doing anything. I mean, what I found, like, ironic at the time was that she was working, um, doing work with teenage moms. Um, <laughs> but she that weren't involved yeah, with, yeah, yeah. like, your, your teenage own. daughter yeah. who was going through all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I said, I, but it's in labor twice. She did show up the first time I was in labor with Isaiah and she was present in the room, but it wasn't really comforting. Yeah. Um, and she was present. She came to the hospital after I had Isaiah, but a lot of the stuff my mom did, my mom did as like a mother's role. She thought it was her responsibility to be there. It was not genuine. It was like practice or forced based but on a lot what the of, expectation a was. A lot of yeah. how she is. is mm-hmm. just, but again, like, you know, trauma trickles down. Like I have no animosity or no anger towards my mother. Mm-hmm. We learn how to parent from what it is prior generations. Right. So yeah. a lot of that is just generational bullshit. And so she didn't know how to mother a daughter. Just like right. we talked about, we wanted right. boys. I didn't. I wouldn't have known how to mother a daughter. My mother didn't know how to mother a daughter, and I felt that. She may not look at it that way, but I felt that. Yeah. Um, so my mother, I think maybe Isaiah's 21 now. Maybe she watched him once. Mm. Uh, I remember when he was a baby. Maybe she dropped off a case of formula. I mean, yeah. she would give him gifts. She would. She used to say Isaiah was very much her favorite, one mm. of her favorite grandchildren. But Isaiah needed for nothing. Right. There, you, you didn't. Isaiah wasn't a kid that you ever had to yell at. You told yeah. Isaiah something one time, and Isaiah was pretty much like he got the point. Mm-hmm. So Isaiah wasn't a kid getting into shit. So yeah. when he went over her house, he wasn't bothering anybody. Yeah. So yeah, he, he was, was a, a very, boy. very yeah. easy child, and so she really liked the fact that he was an easy child. And I mean, now that my mother He'd and I fire are speaking, and if he wasn't, so he wouldn't have been over there. Right. 
Right. He wouldn't have been over right. there. Right. It, it would have been lectures. It would have been everything. I had a more difficult time going over there than my son did. And my kid would laugh. He'd be like, are you ready to go to Mima's? And nah. he would laugh. And because we couldn't even drink there. We couldn't curse there. And I'd be like gripping the table the entire time I was there. I'm like, dear fucking God. And then the minute we get home, I'm cracking open a bottle. And I'm like, you're fucking grandmother. But, yeah. <laughs> but so, but at this point, he's just like, I, I tell him, I'm like, you can have a relationship with her. Like at one point, I think she had like a six, her 65th birthday party and I wasn't talking to her, but mm. he was. So I drove him to the party and like I waited somewhere in Connecticut while he enjoyed the party. That's still your grandmother. My issues with her have nothing, nothing to, do to do with, with your yours. relationship. Yeah, absolutely. So you, if you guys want to talk, you guys right. talk. So I really, I leave it on him. Unfortunately, she's kind of distanced herself from him. I don't know if she just assumes that he'll take the same side as me, mm-hmm. but my son will never take my side. Right, right. My son, if I've done something wrong, Isaiah will be the first one to be like, mm, mm, mommy that up. was all you. Yeah. Ma, that was all you. Yeah. So he'll never, like, ever at all. See, and that's the other thing, too, with Jenna. Like, we've never, um, I've always try to be like the neutral party and not talk ill of other people in front of her and whatever my opinions are mine Mm -hmm. um so you know i don't necessarily have the best relationship with my stepfather but you know what at the end of the day that is who my mother chose to marry Mm -hmm. and that is her husband and that is the only person that my grand that my daughter has recognized as as her grandfather. grandfather You know, I mean, my great grand, I mean, her great grandfather, my grandfather, she also recognized, but he's now passed, you know, so my mom's husband is the only grandfather that she has living. Guy's dad was gone before she was even born. Yeah. You know, um, that goes back to the, the fucking voicemail he left on my goddamn, oh, <laughs> the answering machine back before voicemail was even a thing it was a answering machine and was he, he nagging you for a baby oh my god yes. I, well, I yes. believe it I remember the first time he saw Isaiah uh, he kept grabbing Isaiah's legs uh, and making comments about food it was the most uncomfortable thing ever <laughs> and I'm like Michelle I'm like your dad will never hold my baby again he's Just, gonna eat him like a Thanksgiving turkey yes. yeah. yeah he was like look at these thighs and I'm like give me back my son <laughs> yeah no he, w- he left this one message before guy and i were even even married like or even thought of being married like i think guy was actually on the way of leaving me like breaking up with me the first time and his dad was like oh you know she's the best thing and you're going to plant your seed and he's and it's gonna be my grandchild and blah 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 and it was all on my answering machine and guy was like fuck you i don't even like this bitch I'm going to oh, leave. Oh, my hold God. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I didn't say you any You didn't say of that. any of it, but it was, it was ingrained. It was in there. It was in there. <laughs> it was in You heard it. It was in the tone of your actions. Exactly. So, but, like, his dad was, like, very, very clear. Like, that's what he wanted it, you know, like, this was what's going to happen. And look at the way things worked out. Yeah. With the way things worked out. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, um, <laughs> but he actually gave us a rocking horse. A rocking horse that that would be for her when she was born. That is the cutest thing. And, you know, like, it's the cutest thing and the creepiest thing all in Ever. one. Yeah. You know, um, because, I mean, I'm not going to lie and try to sugarcoat it, but when his dad died, we were, like, on the 
the steps of not being together anymore. Yeah, but like you were we, there. But I was no there. No one else would have that known day, that you were there. Yo, the day that he called me to tell me that his dad passed away, and I, I'm just not trying to bring the room down, but that day he called me, and he was like, are you sitting down? I'm like, no, shut the fuck up. What? What do you want for my life? You know, and he's like, Dad's dad died. And I was like, what are you talking about? And I remember driving from Poughkeepsie here. And I don't remember how long it took me to get here. I don't remember. And it doesn't, it's irrelevant. But I got in the, into the driveway and all I saw was him, you know. And um, it was a hard, it's a hard day. When Michelle called me. It's a hard me. day, yeah. Because it was just like, what the fuck are you, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. There are people in your life. That you just always yep. expect to be in your oh, life. Oh, and he whether was you so see them or not on a regular, inappropriate. He, on he a was regular the biggest <laughs> presence oh all the time. Was he inappropriate with you? Just he was in just everything he did. <laughs> oh Are you kidding with his big fur coats and his corn rolls and always trying to sell me jewelry? Oh my god! <laughs> like he, you know what they would do? Wait, wait, wait! Just, did you ever hear the story about him and his mom? Like I would come over here oh. to visit. And him and his mom would be standing in that window over there, and they'd be watching. And, well, because and he made be, people uncomfortable wait, on purpose. Yes, he did. He <laughs> was like, I'm going to test this boundary. Guy made you did push-ups, and him, he was just, I'm like, Michelle, I was like, which one of them is going to be home? Because I really only like to come over when it's you. <laughs> well, they were standing in the mirror. It's just weird. They were standing in the window one day, and I had pulled in, and I was like, thank God I missed him. Like, he's gone he's and he he's came not back here. didn't he he was pulling off as i was pulling into the driveway and these two are watching his mom and he are watching out the front window and his father reparks the car and gets out and he's like come here yes yeah think i was gonna get away without a hug <laughs> and, and he always held on for just a little, little bit too, too long. long oh my god and, would, and then he would grunt inappropriately. Oh, like, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, God. It was so yes. inappropriate. Oh, my God. Oh, thank you, Shayna. Yes. Thank you so much. I did not want to let him hold my baby. I'm like, oh. Michelle, he's going to eat him. He's gonna, he keeps threatening to bite his thighs. Swear to God. Like, But this was the most warm unwelcoming, mixed-feeling kind Weird. of house you could ever walk Weird. in. It was just, you knew you were a part of the family if they were being mean to you yes. and making yes. you feel unwanted. Absolutely. I couldn't imagine. I'm like, Michelle, they always like that? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they love you. They love to come in. And I'm like, I don't want to go downstairs. <laughs> yeah. That was it. That was totally it. It was just really uh, weird boundaries because uh, they would know that you were uncomfortable hugging him and they uh, would all just stand around and watch. Yes. There was, no one was saving And nobody you. was saving us. <laughs> and they were watching from the from the window. Yes, yes. And I'm like in the driveway like with my arms down You're, by my side and he's just hugging me. Yeah, and going, you'd be uh, looking past him at them and they'd just uh, be standing. And that's yes. when they were all one united and front. And they were that's laughing at you. That's when they were you. all getting along. They're like, look at that. Look, look at that. that. Isn't like, that hilarious? Really, we're not going to save you guys her. are being mean to no. each other. Other, yeah. but not now. But look, nope. it's shared trauma because as soon as you were done, we could all talk about it and laugh. No, yeah, but we were still like horrified and living through it. It was Seriously. you guys enjoying it. Seriously. It was you guys enjoying it. See, I mean, Shana, look at the memories. I love you more today on. than I did yesterday, uh, Shana. I really do. Uh, 
Because oh it was, goodness. oh, my God. It was, oh, my God. Uh. I'm like, Michelle, like, yeah, I'll come over, but is it just going to be you, right? And his dad, <laughs> his dad, his dad made, made a piece of jewelry for me and his brother Flint's girlfriend, Casey. Uh. He made a diamond ring for He's each one of us. He's always me nameplates. Oh, no. No, this was a diamond. Do you remember the Listen. book that he had? Listen. <laughs> so he had made diamond rings for each one of us because he felt it was only appropriate that Flint, like, a pro, um, proposed to Casey and Guy proposed to me. And I remember the day that his dad made this jewelry and he was sitting in the back of Guy's car and I was sitting in the front and Guy was driving. Oh, that day was, was an entire and shit it was, show. And it was a complete shit show. And like, his dad's like, here, day here is this beautiful ring. Give this to her. And you were Do there. Do right by her. And he was like, if you love her so much, you, you fucking give it to her. And I'm sure. And I was shattered. I was shattered because I was like, wow. Go, guy. But that was so up. not even about her. It wasn't no, it was about, about me. It was about but him. But you know what? That That's all I heard, though. Because mm-hmm. I was like, that's fucked up. Yeah, but that, that wasn't But it what had it was. nothing to do. I yeah, know. I know that now. I, I didn't really believe that he was a jeweler. And I kept asking Michelle, Yo. I'm like, is that true? I said, because first off, I'm like 15. And I'm like, why is your dad still trying to sell me? Does he not have a job? I was just like, I go, he's like actually pushing jewelry on me. Mm-hmm. I feel like I want to say yes just to be able to get away. Right. But he'll hold me to that if I said yes. Yeah. Yep. I'm like, well, that's really nice. Got, he Help was like, me. Here's, <laughs> here's, a, here's a beautiful diamond ring. Give this to her and make her an honest woman and, and just give this to her. In the backseat of back the car. And I'm sitting there. her it's, there. It's not even like he was this saying ring, it to him privately. Privately. And nothing again, in this family is private. No. And <laughs> uncomfortable. Nobody asked for it. Nobody no. asked for it. No. No. But that's, he didn't even that's like how me at the you time. Guys... He didn't even like right. me at the time. He oh, was like, like, no. Stop. He's like, I, I shut the fuck up. I might have liked even been in the car. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I would have made you get out and do push-ups. What the fuck? <laughs> I let you ride the entire ride. Aren't you ungrateful? Just God. Yes. See, way to uh, go, Melissa. Yes, exactly. But yeah, he, it was it was so uncomfortable, and I'm like, oh my god, they're talking about me like I'm not even here because you weren't. And it had nothing like, to do with you. Guys, like, if you like her so much, you give it to her. And I was like, you're like, I like sitting, me. She's sitting right here, like and me. she can hear everything you're saying behind her back, but in front of matter. her face. Good family moments, right? Word. Yeah. And when family. we were robbed, that ring was not stolen. What does that, that ring tell you? Was not stolen. That would have scared the shit out of me. All of the other rings, like my mother's engagement ring, my great grandmother's rings, no, my great, yeah, my great grandmother's rings, my, I, I mean, well, everything not else for nothing. That man was intimidating. You think? He was scary. See these rings? <laughs> um, <laughs> he was. Yeah. He was intimidating. He was very intimidating. But you know what? Um, he was harmless. Yeah, but he, he was, had a he, he had a he had a presence. presence. Correct. He had, he could command a room. He had a big presence. And and as much as he doesn't want to hear it, he sometimes has those qualities to him. And I know that that's not something he necessarily wants to hear. Guy has a big personality. He has a very big per- unless he doesn't want it to be. Like he can go into a room and kind of like fade into. Yeah, but the anyone crowd. who knows him though, if right. he faded out. You would be like, what is going on? Correct. So, like, yeah. his presence still has the ability yeah. to impact everyone around yeah. him. And the, and the other thing his dad had, too, that he has is that his ability to be the superhero. You know, like, he always is there. If somebody needs him, mm-hmm. he's Johnny on the spot. 
You know, he puts on the cape and he's like, I'm there to fix your Wi-Fi. You know. You have a purpose, guy. Yes. You reach tall things and I keep the Wi-Fi running. Good job. Good job. That's it. Yeah. He's, but he's, he's a good egg. He's, he's enough to hold on to for a couple of years. But if you decide. (laughs) If I decide what, Shayna? Oh Just, my god. No. No. I mean, I just I said if you decide no. I didn't direct it towards Guy. No. I no longer told Guy to call Scott at Black Cherry. 845. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my God, this is not He's divorce one on one. Sunday. Um uh, you know, I'm not She's that not I condoning ever. divorce, people. I am. No, she's not. <laughs> oh my God! They make better friends than spouses. Okay, Ilgen, Il- Illinois. Don't listen to her. <laughs> Nicole Miller. Don't listen to her. Yeah, I just started you out, Nicole. Hey, <laughs> she's one of my Instagram Wait, followers. Is she the one in Texas? Is she the one? Well, obviously sure she wants from, to be married. Nicole so is, she's she. Her son dressed up as a pirate for Halloween. It's super cute. But anyway. <laughs> okay, Nicole Miller. Then, no, don't get married. Okay, she's already married. Oh, don't, don't get, get divorced. divorced. No, no. Everyone else. Everybody <laughs> <laughs> probably already divorced. Good job, guys. Shit. We're not getting divorced, Shayna. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that if it happens oh. down the road, though. Like, God. it's really not that bad. Shut <laughs> up! <laughs> I can Take even help you write the... crystals and go somewhere. This is me it. and my chakra spirit. So, yes. Yes. Uh, Reiki. Yes. Fuck that Yes. Shit. But so, if you need anyone to help fill no, out the paperwork, shut, um, I actually did my own no, papers. Shut your face. Okay. No, oh, we don't need so, help. We so just need an eraser. Oh, my God. Do you know why he says when that? I, because you, when we got married in Vegas, we filled out everything in pencil (laughs) when i did the divorce papers Uh. scott didn't get a copy of them and when he asked me for a copy i highlighted the key sections and put little stickies on them (laughs) you know which was the date of the divorce our names here me changing my name back i'm like that's everything you need to know (laughs) so just yeah happy divorce day no Yeah, you know what? Divorce is for is not meant for everybody, and it's not. It's not. It's not meant for this household. No, it is not meant for everybody. But then it's just like see, we're also like such great friends see, that we can laugh about those things. And I, I can totally appreciate that. And I'm not. That's to not something it, that. But not everybody can do that. And it wasn't. It wasn't an easy thing to go through. And you don't also. You also don't have children together. No, no. It's, I mean, yes, you have Hank. I was about to correct you. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I am a better you dog mom. The furry, the furry mom thing. I get it. And that is a very real thing. However, it's not. But there's a difference. divorce, is, it was actually, while I was able to recognize that the relationship wasn't for us, it wasn't for he and I together. One of the things, though, that comes with the divorce is that you feel like you failed. You feel like, because you sign, there are some people who don't take marriage seriously. Mm -hmm. And so while I laugh about divorce, I absolutely took 
the vows I took seriously. Of Absolutely. Yes. You don't sign, some people don't sign those papers with the intention of ever getting a divorce. And when I made the decision on wanting a divorce, I felt like I failed. Right. I felt like I failed my marriage. I felt like I failed my husband. I felt like I failed both of those children because it wasn't just my son who was affected. Right. It was his stepdaughter as well. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. there was a lot of feelings inside of me. It wasn't like, okay, sign these papers. Next day, we're best friends. No. I had a ton of shit, and I have no idea on the feelings that he had to work through after the divorce. I know that it wasn't an easy ride for me mm -hmm. at all, mm -hmm. because this was the man who I expected to spend the rest of my life with. Mm -hmm. And like when you figure that I thought that relationships were supposed to be volatile, I thought that relationships were supposed to be arguing, all I could think was is that how come he didn't love me? But mm -hmm. the thing was was that he showed it all in a different way. But like when our conversation about a divorce, I shit you not, took all of 10 minutes. The entire conversation. He never even asked me why. He was just like, I was waiting for you to ask me that. Talk about a fucking ego blow. Because yeah. I was, and I asked yeah, him at one shit. point, I'm like, you didn't even fight for this marriage. He goes, I already knew that you made the decision that you were done. He goes, there yeah. was nothing that I was going to say. And right. he was right in that because that's how our marriage had been. Mm -hmm. That when I made a decision, there was that's no convincing me otherwise. Yeah. So we both walked away with a whole lot of feelings. Mm -hmm. I don't know his. I know mine. And I know I had a ton of shit that I had to work through because like, honestly, he was the most stable man that I had ever been with. He was the most easygoing. I have the most utmost respect for him ever. We just had no business being married. Right. So right. it's just, so I can say like yeah, divorce is better for some people. Divorce was better for us. Mm -hmm. And I'm, that's why we're able to be friends now. Right. And, and the fact that you're able to recognize that is huge. Yeah, well, that's absolutely fantastic. Uh, why some people hold on to anger, but like really, when you're holding on to anger, you're only hurting yourself. Absolutely. Like, absolutely. what what are you angry about? Right. Because it's just all of our feelings that we have about someone else, my granola self, is our own feelings about ourselves that we're projecting outwards. Yep. So when you're really angry and you're hateful and you're bitter and you're all of these things to the other person, really those are the feelings that you're feeling internally that mm -hmm. you're projecting at them. Yep. And I mean, you have to figure, you said that Scott and I don't have a child together. I do have a child's father. And there would be times that I would try to be friends with him or that we would go through the fights, the points where we always fought and then we would go through all of those phases mm -hmm. and then it got to the point that it's just like I have no reason to be angry at him mm -hmm. we can actually well I will walk right by him right now as if my kid's 21 mm -hmm. I, I don't have any you were someone who I was with when I was 16 17 we had tried a few times when Isaiah was younger but I'm not the same person I was when I was in a relationship with him mm -hmm. he's not the same person anymore mm -hmm. well kind of um <laughs> <laughs> different story but it's just I don't have any animosity towards him I right. actually have like you know wish you the best he has another daughter now so my son isn't an only he's not an he's only child not, technically Isaiah dad, yeah. I, yeah so yeah. Isaiah has um, a little sister the most beautiful little girl ever and her mom and I get along we have a good relationship mm -hmm. even when she was with Isaiah's right. father because it was about the kids it was about them having the sibling type relationship right. and they needed to see us being able to model together healthy yeah, yeah. 
because of the siblings, because I yeah. didn't deal with his dad. Correct. So I was going to deal with the child's mother right. so that they could have a great relationship. And when Isaiah comes home, she and I speak pretty often, mm-hmm. um, even when it's not about the kids. Right. Then again, it's as you get it's, older. It's, it's different. Just, it's different. Yeah. It, it, it yeah. didn't matter anymore. You know, one of the things with her when, when his dad started dating her and bringing my son around her, she was in love with his father from the moment we were in high school. Me and her hated each other in high school because we were <clears throat> fighting over him, which was stupid. Um, but I didn't really worry about Isaiah with her. Because one of my biggest things was she loves his dad so much, she's going to take care of my son. Absolutely. She will bend over backwards for his father. She's going to take care of my son. And, I mean, there were some times that she and I had exchanged a few words. Remember that I'm his mom. Yeah. But it was just she's the same kind of mom that will bend over backwards for her kids. Yep. So there's no reason for Mm -hmm. us to have any issues and to have nothing but like gained respect for one another. And one of the things my son had said to me is he's like, mom, that says a lot about you as a person Mm -hmm. for you to get along with dad's girlfriend and for you to get along with, for you to be best friends with your ex-husband. I mean, I was even super cool with my ex-husband's ex-wife. Right. When you have kids involved, you can't act immature. You can't act petty because is that the way? That's when you're raising an asshole for a child, Mm -hmm. when you're acting like an asshole to the other parent. Right. Right. Exactly. I agree. And sometimes it's easier said than done. Oh, big time. But but you know what? You you have to figure it out. When you're operating in the best interest of the child, that's parenting. Mm -hmm. So when you're parenting, you figure those things out. Right. It's just, I mean, not to cut you off, it's just similar to to go back to, you know, me being mom friends with another mom. mm -hmm. And Jenna said to me one day, she goes, I just don't understand why her mom isn't letting her come play with me. And I said, well, and yes, I did play kind of the sort of the petty role. And I said, well, listen... Mommy put on her big girl pants, and I addressed it with the mom. And the mom apparently just does not, is not at the same place that I am Mm -hmm. and does not have the same feelings that I have. So, unfortunately, your relationship with her is going to be strained because she cannot be mature enough to handle the situation. But it doesn't have to be strained. It's just different. Right, but the other mom just did not want their kids to hang out. Will they still see each other at school? Yeah, but the thing is, the mom has me blocked. So, like, I had sent the mom a message, and I said, hey, this, you know, we're having a, a pumpkin carving party, and she wants Super to have her come over. Super fucking cute, by the way. Wow. I saw those. Yes. <laughs> you Thanks. killed the pumpkin Thanks. carving party. <laughs> so, I said, you know, just drop her off. Even if you don't want to play nice with me, I have no problems with your husband. My husband has no problems with you or your husband's. I still have no problems with you. I still yeah. don't understand why we're not friends, but whatever. Just drop her off and let them she be even friends. Want her to come over. She has me blocked, so she's not even getting my text messages. Make guy message her and then show up at her house to do push ups. Word. <laughs> Word. You know, yeah, I can handle this situation. I mean, like, my thing is, like, I don't know yeah, if it's because I'm... beat the nice back into her. Don't serious. you worry. Yeah. But see, the thing is, nobody ever has a problem with him. Nobody it's ever nobody... has a problem with the guy. What? They they don't, because they're just, like, there. And my thing is, I didn't do anything... I am purely anything. ornamental. Yes! But I didn't have anything to... I didn't... 
there was nothing that happened. Yeah, but let it be us. her problem. I, I understand that. You're still but working through it. I am still working through it. I really am. And it's still a struggle on my part. Well, because, because it's also impacting your daughter. And that's my biggest problem. But see, so one of the things that I can say, like when I brought up the fact that I was friends with um, my ex-husband's ex-wife and even with my son's stepmom, I have to say that they were also people who wanted these relationships to work for right. the benefit of the children. But that's so the it thing. Took you have us, to have everybody yeah, working we together. Were on, we were on that board. That whole village shit. Yeah. You know? But see, the moms were... Scott was like, why the fuck are you talking to her? I divorced her. And, um, and why? Dave would say I divorced you, goddammit. So, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, now look at this shit. See? And Similarities. So, and, like, my son's father would say the same thing to, like, why are you guys talking? Well, because it's about our kids. We're being moms for our kids. Mm-hmm. And just your other It's the friend, same thing, it's, yeah. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's not where she is. So, and that's okay. Yeah, and, and I absolutely. respect her. If you're if you're going through something, I get it. Mm-hmm. I understand that. I can respect it. But it should not affect it the relationship between your child and my child. It really shouldn't. At but the so end of the, the only day. thing is, is what happens is just you explain to your daughter that the dynamics of your friendship have changed. And you guys can have. be friends at school, and not until you know maybe things yep. change between moms. Right. Then. But see, and but the the part that I have a hard time with is when she gets pictures from her other friends who say that they're at that person's house, and they were like really really close at one point, and then she's getting pictures of guy. You have her to fix friends this. Saying what? Oh, when he, when she's no. saying guy needs to call the dad and be <laughs> no. like, get your wife in line. But it's not even about getting her in line. You know, it's about okay. I've because addre- I've addressed it with this person. I've actually said to her, I wish you nothing but the best. I think you're fantastic. And my opinion of you has not changed. Yeah, and I she think, may not be able to handle and you I understand even that. being kind. And that's exactly She I might want you that. to be angry with her. And I understand that. But the fact that my daughter is missing out on a friendship that she so well deserves because you can't be mature enough to let your daughter be friends with my daughter, that is a problem for me. Because then that's when the mama bear claws come out. And I, I'm like, fuck you. You should put your feelings aside for me for a minute. And if you don't want to see me, that's great. Your daughter. Mm-hmm. The social. My daughter. The my daughter. social, intelligent little angel that she is. Yes. Is not missing out on friends. I know. She might be missing some certain experiences with that one right. person. But it's hurtful. But she's not missing. She'll get over it. But you know what? It's hurt. And, and, but the thing it's is. It's hurting you probably more thing, than it's hurting her. It'd be one thing, though, if it were a situation that it was mostly because of her and the friend can't get a, can't see eye to eye. But the fact that I am a common denominator for the reason why it's not happening, that's the part that pisses me off, is the fact that you cannot be adult enough to put your shit aside and let your child be friends with my child. Fuck you. Okay, so we don't, for, for whatever reason, you don't want to be my friend anymore. And that's okay. That is okay. It doesn't sound okay. No, no. It's I'm it's always okay. going to be Melissa's friend. <laughs> <laughs> but no. We are never going to have a falling out. But no. 
it's okay that we're not friends. If you don't want to be friends, no, it's okay. It's fine. Just don't. Never block Melissa. Oh, shit. <laughs> God damn it. Because we will be back on this podcast talking but, shit about you. Oh, my God. And how you fucking suck as a person. Really because how dare like you handle a situation <laughs> such but, as but, that? But she is super you, nice and I've, being nice to you. I've actually, and, and, not to like no i'm making, I'm making it's, i've you. actually no, cried not. i've actually cried and lost a lot of sleep over the loss of this relationship and the it's, fact that it, my daughter's now experiencing that loss is bothering me so i hear what it is that you're saying i'm sounding really therapeutic and granola no, right now and that's fine. i hear you what it is granola. i it's hear fine. what it is that you're saying a lot of the feelings that you're having when you're you're projecting them on to Jenna. Right. I know. Just that. yeah. So mm-hmm. she might be upset that the friendship changed, mm-hmm. but she is probably over it or going to get over it quicker than you have. Right. And so this is creating something else in you. Mm-hmm. And it's not just about the impact on Jenna. It's about the fact that mom can't fix something for her daughter and mom is trying to yes. be that mama bear. Absolutely. And I don't have control right. over this. Right. You don't have control over everything and it's okay God to not damn be it, in control. Up. I know. Ugh. Oh my God. I'm not going to block control. you though. Control. I'm not going to block you. God damn it. I love control. Control. We have control over nothing, though. I know. And that's why you keep holding on to try to have more control instead of realizing that you have control over nothing. I future endeavored her. Like, I I addressed it. Nobody else gets it. I know. I got it because whatever. But I went to the mom and I said. Nobody else gets the joke. The future endeavor? Yeah. I I said to the mom. I said to the mom. Listen. Is this a Star Trek thing? No, it's a WWF thing. Yeah. But I said to her, I said, listen. (laughs) See? (laughs) Judging. I said, listen, I think you're fantastic. I think your family is fantastic. And I wish you nothing but the best in the future. She's mad at you. Do you think she wants to hear you be nice Why to her? Why is she mad oh, at me? She, well, obviously the she fuck? is and she blocked you. And then you're like, oh my God, I think you're great. And all she's hearing is, this bitch just told me to go fuck myself. So no, no, she doesn't want to talk to you. She doesn't want you to say nice things to her. Because but then how can you be... I never said anything. Like the week before that, everything was like roses and sunshine. It obviously wasn't. Apparently. Yeah. Let but apparently, I know. Apparently it was too You know much what I recommend? Disney music. Yes. You know, eat a bag bitch. of dicks, Shayna, because no, I'm not going to play what Frozen. What did I do? I'm not playing Frozen. I was going to recommend Akuna Matata, but... <sighs> Dude, Disney classics, when you're in a bad mood, you, you throw on some Disney music because you can never be in a bad mood. Envisioning oh Shimon God. and Pumbaa wandering through the woods... Or jungle or Africa or whatever the fuck it was that they were. You know, you can never be in a bad mood. I get it. Mom friending sucks. So don't do it. Okay. But you have boys. It's a different. Boy. A boy. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you have parents. And I was also the mom that ghosted a lot. I'm like, oh, not being friends with that bitch again. See? Delete. <laughs> yeah. So, and then they would try that. Oh, but I really like you. No, bitch. No, you don't. Let's be serious. So, yeah, just, sorry, so I might okay. relate more to, sorry, you had a question? Okay. So, what was your question? No, actually, hold on, we have to do a part two, because <laughs> there's just so, so much more to unwrap here. Just, so, yes. Okay, so, first. Yes. Again, this, 
we have to do a part two. Yes, Scott. Okay. Oh, and so, you're going to have to talk to Isaiah at some point, and he can tell that, you about his lucrative like, career. Yes, that, that'll be like part three or something. <laughs> I, I don't know. But when you were younger, um, and you guys would like go out to stores, um, you know, and I, I would assume like at some point you would be paying attention to whatever was going on, and you weren't paying attention to him did he ever wander off were you ever afraid of losing isaiah (laughs) (laughs) no isaiah never i think i don't care about the answer it was all about setting up the joke losing isaiah i I did did kick him out the house one time he was probably like two and he three he deserved it wait a minute you kicked him out at two or three he was like three maybe three like three yeah well because he was being ungrateful and I mean, I get, three. I get that the world does revolve I around you at that age. I want fruit snacks. No, you ungrateful yeah, motherfucker. Get out. So, get out. Yeah. Earn um, your own fruit snacks. And then there was one time that he was in Walmart, and he was having a bit of a meltdown. Isaiah's terrible twos did not last long at all, because he was just like, this bitch is unstable. So <laughs> Wow. He was having a meltdown in the store, and I gave him a quarter, and I told him, he was maybe like three or four at this point, and I gave him a quarter, and I told him to go sit on the fucking bench. This is when there were pay phones. And I told him to call me when he got his shit together. And the lady in line was mortified, mortified. And she turned to me and goes, do you talk to your child like that? Yes, bitch. And if that's what I said to him, imagine what I will say to you. And Isaiah stopped crying, and he got his shit together, and I got my quarter back. And the and rest she got of her quarterback <laughs> word, and it was all great. So no, I never lost Isaiah. I... Yeah, where no, did you I, go? I mean, where, I made a whole joke about losing, losing Isaiah. Isaiah. Yes, and it was yeah. amazing, and okay. you missed it. I heard it. I heard it from it was the an amazing joke. Did you ever lose Isaiah? And even leaned in when he said it. Get it, losing Isaiah. <laughs> If I could only be Halle Berry, but not in the crackhead days. <laughs> so where did you come up with the name Isaiah? Like I needed it to be something biblical because he was going to get into heaven. And if only by way of name. Oh, my God. Go ahead. You know Keep, Shana. Talking, Shana. Keep talking, Shana. Keep talking, Shana. Keep talking, Shana. Put it up. That was how he got his name. It was going to be biblical because he had to get into heaven. Lucky. And if that was the only way, because how do you say no to a prophet and them feeling bad because oh. look at his mom. Oh, go I guess ahead. you wanted go you ahead. wanted a Bible name. Why, why don't you ask her? Why don't you ask her about Jenna's name? Go ahead. Tell uh, us about Genevieve. You don't you, you you haven't heard the story of Genevieve? Well, when I was pregnant, Guy has his initials have always been well, obviously were G D D. And he always said, "Oh, if I, my middle initial was an O, I would have been Dustin's for greatness because it would have been God." <laughs> So I was like, yeah, 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 I'm going to humor you, whatever. You knocked me up. It's all good. So if it was it was a boy, it was going to be Guy Odin. And then if it was a By girl. By the way, I knew it was a girl the whole time. He so did. Guy Odin was never on the table. Never on the table. But Genevieve was a family name, no, wasn't, wasn't it? No. 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 The two of us had a mutual friend that had a friend named Genevieve, and I... I loved the name from the moment I heard it. Okay. And, and the correct pronunciation, by the way, Jean Vievre. And we wanted so, everyone to pronounce. Ass. We wanted to pronounce. How the fuck do you say that? Yeah. You saw it on a piece of paper. D U what? <laughs> yes, exactly. But we all we wanted it pronounced Genevieve. But we knew nobody would ever pronounce it Genevieve because whatever. Because no. nobody's never bougie enough. So I was like, okay, fine. 
Jean, um, Jean-Vievre Olivia would be what it would be. So you could have God. Yes. See, Isaiah's middle name is Raekwon after... Raekwon the chef. Listen, so while he's getting into heaven, he's cooking up some good shit. (laughs) (laughs) Isaiah will never admit to that being his middle name. He goes, you named me after what? And I was just like, dude, just go with it. Just... (laughs) See, and now another reason we should have done the video, as she's saying that, what people can't see is Wu-tang. she's got on her Wu Tang hoodie. Yes, yes, with a little model, can it all be so simple? Because that's the way we're supposed to live our life. Wu Tang philosophy. There you go. So yes, when I was, I was more pregnant, like Wu Tang financial, but <laughs> I was just in my gut. I knew it was a girl, but I just didn't want a girl. Because it's scary. Yeah. It's, when you don't have that kind of stability, mm-hmm. it's kind of just like, how can you birth another you? Like, right. how am I supposed to parent that? Because she's picked up all of my horrible attributes. Well, because you projected them onto her, so of how would course. she not pick them back Absolutely. up? Absolutely. I understand that. Mm-hmm. And she's picked up all of the things in him that I want to fucking scratch his eyes out for. She does those I things. I can't imagine there being many. None. No, none. Oh, it's a lot of I'm times lying. them against me. <laughs> I feel very outnumbered in this house sometimes. I would believe it. Yeah, because it's See, Joanne, him, and her, it's a wrap. But okay. then that's why you keep your dog. And your dog is like, keep me. Hi, doggy. Yeah, see, she's saying that, but no. It's them against me. What you are so not the fucking victim, it's only guy. Because of the vagina. Shut That's up. That's it. Yeah. What? The Even dog. the dog is like, I have her side on this one. This the is dog just like gave you like the dirtiest look. <laughs> it was did. like a hard eye roll. He was like, Shut up, dude. He was like, no one feels bad for you. Not and she has cheese. Exactly. <laughs> it's hot cheese. You're gonna burn your butthole. Is it this cool? Oops. Um. All right, yeah. so but anyway, we, probably yeah, wrap it we up. definitely need to. We didn't do even a touch on like. We uh, listen. We didn't get past though. How did everybody feel when you were when you had admitted that you were having a baby? No, we no, we, we didn't got... get to that. We didn't get to how did you handle him going through puberty? Like oh I said, God. there were so we, we many had to talk about puberty questions. before we go. Puberty, puberty again because of my when he came out with his he was on the bone phone. What the fuck? My. Poor parental skills. I talked to him about sex early, drugs early, and when you so say early. What do you mean, like, <laughs> like six, when he seven? was six? <laughs> exactly. See, yeah. What did you say? Just I, I bought him a book, and I'm like, hey, oh, shit, story time. The Wednesday book. Yeah, I brought him a book, um, and you know, I would show him like not show him stuff, but I would be like, babe, so you know, if you have he any questions down, about like sex. So this is what it is. So I would tell him things. Guy's looking out the window. She's pointing, pointing, making like, it like as a boner. Direction, oh, not pointing okay. out the window. Yeah. And so I would just, we would have conversations. So, you know, probably when this conversation gets to be more age appropriate, I know you're staring at your mom a little weird, but just so you know. So I would tell him like all the time, you know, he'd walk through the house and I'd be like, mom doesn't care if you're gay. And he'd be like, mom, I heard you say that 15 times already. <laughs> I've said this to Jack. And then I, I tell him that everything, I used to tell him that everything led to anal rape. So whenever I... Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, wait, Lucky, take me away. Oh, my God. <laughs> so whenever he was doing something or he thought about doing something, I would tell him that it oh led to God. anal rape. And I'd come up with these elaborate stories 
about how you would be anally raped. <laughs> okay. Oh my so god. So hold on. Wait, <laughs> hold I can't. on. I'm, I'm just gonna, gonna throw out a scenario because I need to hear one of these things, <laughs> and then we have to stop. Oh my god. <laughs> we'll pick it up in part two, but. Oh my god. Okay. So. If he's playing video games with a friend, with another male friend, and he's a sore loser about the game, go. Babe, sore losing? Really? Because what's going to happen is you're not going to be a well-productive adult because you can't even handle a video game. You're going to go on a crime spree and do a hell of a lot of drugs, end up in prison, drop the soap, and be anally raped. Is that really how you want to live your life? It starts now with being a bratty little kid. Oh, my God. Mom does not want you to be anally raped. Protect your asshole. Get it together. <laughs> Boy. Unless that's your kink. Then, you know, yeah, eh, then there's the a safe yeah, word involved. Yeah, but then that's not anal right, rapage. Okay. I mean, oh, if you want it, that's not rape. Okay. But so, you know, mom doesn't want you to be anally raped. Yeah. So please get your shit together and stop crying like that. Lucky is feeling the pain. Uh, <laughs> he was like, I don't want to be able to rape either. Uh, like, that hurt. That yeah, hurt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. I, I, so that was a huge <laughs> deterrent from him. <laughs> and the thing is, I can't even get... I know. I know. I can't even get past the period conversation. Like the other day, like yesterday. You're not throwing I, anal rape, bitch? No. And the thing <laughs> is, I, I She'll like. She'll be like, what? And exactly. then if you keep saying it enough, I know, mom, anal rape. I'm not going to be anally raped. Oh I took him to a party, God. and he's like, I'm not going to be anally raped, mom. I know. I love Say it. no to drugs, babe. I know, mom, because it leads to anal rape. You think everything leads to anal rape. <laughs> I think we just need to send her there for a weekend. Oh, God. Just to Shana's house for a weekend. Oh, Lord. Yeah, and so this is why. He's like I, a great I, You kid know what, and- though? She's 10 going on 11. And she had, she. I bought tampons and panty liners the other day. She goes, Mom, I don't even know where these go. In the bathroom. I'm like, over the I would toilet. say show YouTube video, but you don't want to do that because no. that's ordering porn. Yeah. yeah, no. Inappropriate. And she was just like, I don't why know where are these go. But at least she knows. I'm not. But now she knows what it's all about, and that it just felt weird because I never had that. Neither Mine did never, I. Never which is why ever I handled talked it to him. completely the wrong way. Right. Little and did I know I was making him uncomfortable. Little yeah. did I no, know. No, see, that. now she's just like, okay, where do those go? <laughs> oh, okay. Wait. That speaking, <laughs> that speaking like that could actually make someone I'm just uncomfortable. Gonna, I'm going to add anal rape to my um, <sighs> vernacular. <sighs> Yeah, and, everything um, leads to anal rape. When someone is acting like an asshole, be like, dude, that shit is going to lead to anal rape. Lucky. When you're doing that, anal rape. Do you want to be anally raped? Because shit like Lucky. that is going to get you anally raped. Lucky. Everything so that's how you handle, needs. that's how you navigate life. Okay. Everything leads to anal rape, Lucky. All right. Yeah. When he's yeah. acting like a bad dog, bad dogs get anally raped. Only the good dogs get anally raped. No. No, no it's not no. rape when you like it. Even if it's a kink, that means you like it. <laughs> that means you so like it's it. it's still not Yeah, that right. takes, it drops rape. Rape is bad. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so again. Anyway, so, yes, this is going to have to be postponed to part two. Well, yeah, we're, we're, yeah. Um, but <laughs> I, I mean, I can't even. <laughs> this has been, like, the, the most chock oh, full of. shit. Yeah. 
It's been great. Yeah. I, fun lo- times, I guys. love having you here. And oh, I can't wait for part two. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? I want to talk oh. about your job and like being a working mom and all those being things. Being an investigator is really boring. Like I said, so many other questions. <laughs> like, how did you get a job? How was that interview? Because, oh, dear shit. God, who hired you for anything? Yes, all of that. <laughs> and is this all your hair? I bought it. <laughs> Yeah, Just, I'm done with you. That's the it's standard my, answer. It's mine. God damn it. She paid for it. It's hers. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Right, well, so, yes, fun times, anyway. guys. Well, will you come back? Yeah. You okay? So I can watch you guys eat cheese? Yes. I'll have non-processed shit for next time. I had no idea that there was... You sh- couldn't yeah. be surprised, right, with my granola ass, right? Like, well, really you know... Granola. I, I'm like, so what do you want to drink? And I'm like, I'm not drinking right now, I go, but I promise I'm still fun sober. And this You is are fun. This is me without alcohol. Are you I'm like imagine- sober? Did you go through a twelve step or something, or did My you life just is decide? A step. Oh, no, Jesus. <laughs> no, no. I actually just decided. You just decided, decided that'd no. be a whole other episode. Mm-hmm. I actually just decided to stop drinking right now. Mm-hmm. Just like I'm detoxing off of certain foods, mm-hmm. so no alcohol, no caffeine, no processed foods. I'm sorry. There's a lot of things that I'm not eating. And putting into my body to kind of just like work Detox, through. Detox, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Of course. I need to figure out what is the fun me and what is the crazy me. It's on the cusp. Right. See, like I don't do carbs. I don't do well mm-hmm. with carbs. And yes, wine is all a carb. And that's like the most carb that I introduce yeah, into my body. Yeah, but if that's the most body. carb you're yeah. getting, mm-hmm. enjoy every fucking second Exactly. Like, like I was watching you drink that and I'm like, that looks really nice. Yeah, I mm. haven't had a carb. Like I haven't done actual carbs. Like I haven't had pizza. I haven't had bread. I haven't had biscuits or pancakes or any of those good things. Keeps naming them to yeah. make me hungry. I'm I sorry. I haven't had them that. since 2000. <laughs> she's, she's been sitting here eating. Listen, and she's like, I haven't had them since. I haven't had this. I haven't had that. I just been sitting 2000 here watching what? Eat for like the past two hours. 2015. <laughs> so it's been four years, and I haven't. Oh had. my god! So your stomach would be fucked if you even tried to have something like that. Probably, now. I would have dumping syndrome or some oh, craziness. For sharing. You're that welcome. Made me uncomfortable. You're welcome. Oh, that was the line. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> anal rape, and we're talking about like, dumping oh my syndrome. God. Ew. Oh, All right. Judging. Anyway. Okay. But thank you for coming, and I, I definitely want to have you back so we can talk more about, and, you know, letting other moms know about different, anal you know. Rape. Yes, yes, we want to talk about anal rape, mm-hmm. okay, because mm-hmm. I'm curious about that. that's where everything leads. Absolutely. Everything, everything tragic. The good things do not lead. Get your chakras in line. You will not be anally raped. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Luck even agrees. And, um, you know, even still being a single mom, working full time, making ends meet, maintaining um balances. parenthood and all yeah. of them balances and all of that crap so it's back. important please do you're gonna lose listeners no i won't <laughs> no i won't lose listeners please well i don't know if we make it past uh well yeah yeah no. if this one goes up then that means that we made it past the last one yeah exactly <laughs> oh the last it. one was with the guests yes yeah. with the guys from back to the bodega lucky come on buddy he, he, he just go turned potty. his head at you. He's like, you come on. I've been waiting by this that's, door. That's the poop. That's yeah. the poop. Uh, yeah, okay. he's like, you come on. Yeah. So anyway, so yes, the Back to the Bodega guys were the previous episode because we're uh, redoing God their YouTube show. Anyway, yes, I'm coming. I'm trying to wrap this up. So wrap it up, guys. Okay. All right. So. So yes, thank go. you very much. Um, you can uh, thank you everyone to who has um, reviewed, rate, rated is that the word rated reviewed 
and subscribe to our Basically, podcast. Basically, thank you for everybody that's yes. listening and actually yes. paying attention. Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> and, um, you know, continue to do so. Tell your friends. That's how we get traction is by um, the whole rebate. Rating and reviewing <laughs> us. <laughs> and you can find us on Spot iTunes. It. SoundCloud, Spotify. Stitcher, not Spotify. No Spotify. No Spotify. Okay. I'm too lazy to All jump right, through the hoops for Spotify. There you go. So Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, AnyPod. So you can enable that on the Amazon Echo and then tell the Echo to play the latest the real, episode. Yep, the last episode. Um, and Player FM. And the email is rmstfw at gmail.com. I promise, Lucky, I'm taking you as soon as we're done. I'm almost done, buddy. He's like, I said now. I know. He doesn't care. Okay. But so. anyway, yes, thank you. And as always, we appreciate you, and we remind you all to not be a jerk. Don't be a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> because it leads to anal rape. Anal yes. rape. That was fun. This has been Real Moms Say the F Word. word.